You are going to sound so stupid when this episode comes out, Jonathan. <laughs> he doesn't know how to use a blanket or how one, two, three works. Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins. Hello and welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron, no, I'm Ian Whittington, and this week I'm joined by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. Danae Hughes and... Hello. Oh, hello, hello. No, you're doing great. We, Keep going. We write for CinemaSins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as well. Something about Baffle Gabbers. Um, mm-hmm. I had buns thrown at me the other day. How are you two? Wow. In buns? Are you, wait, hold on. Are you reading you from there. a script? Bun? Oh, well, these are rolls. Those are rolls. Oh, it's very no, no, buns. No, they, they call them buns. I've heard they're of buns. Buns. Oh, yeah. buns. They typically... literally say hot rolls. No, they say hot that's buns. true because buns they here. Do not. So what do you call what do you call I'm hamburger out. buns and hot dog buns in England? Um, that's a roll. It's <laughs> a roll. It's not. That's a roll. So you do you do reverse. It's a hamburger roll, and the roll is a bun. So it's kind of like in the South how <laughs> how lunch is dinner and dinner is supper. Just ignore gonna, it and move on. Just ignore yeah, it and move on. on. What cool. was that? Uh, that, that was, was the doorbell? The G word. That was the doorbell coming through the G word. Because if I say the G word, it will set off the G word device. Guys, this is going to be one this of the strangest episodes of Behind the Sins you will ever listen to. Welcome to the show. Are you, <laughs> Hello. Are you reading from a script, Ian? Because it's, it's way too bad yeah. he didn't have like name like say your name or something and then you would have just said this is name <laughs> i'm yeah. say your name and this week i'm with name and name <laughs> no but what i i i do have the script and i added some own, some of my own bits for me but i didn't switch out aaron so i was like ron burgundy just read whatever's <laughs> yeah, in front of him yeah. go fuck yourself san diego <laughs> it's probably pretty obvious at this point that aaron is uh, not here and ian is in yeah, the hot seat as the host but danae who also has a lot of hosting experience is going to struggle with control the entire time and try to take over also jonathan and danae and ian have a ton of work to do we talked so much beforehand so this show is already over guys it's been such a great episode of bts uh thanks for being here we really love you guys so yeah. much i mean where's That's everything the was thing great. i've ever had to host but that wait but but then people are going to be asking where's the beef <sighs> we have to talk Will about they, that well, you're right let's, let's just do, do commercial sins and then <laughs> skip to cruella <laughs> with that let's go to this inside scoop what's he building in Okay, this is where we go in, go and have a look into the videos of the week, the process of sending them, and how we've heard about the show Stroke Movie in general. Uh, first up is Commercial Sins. Um, Americans, please explain this to me. Wendy's, where's the beef? Do you have Wendy's? We do not have Wendy's. I didn't, no, I don't, we do I, is not. Wendy's international at all? I don't even know. I'm curious now. I don't know either, but we, um, when Ian was coming to the US, we decided to make a list of f- food mm-hmm. that he wanted to try. And both Aaron and I were delighted when several of them were just, for us, basic fast food places. Yeah, I just listed Arby's, Uh Chick-fil-A, Wendy's, um, and like Taco Bell. (laughs) It was like nothing fancy, just stuff that I can't get from home. Um, I I quite like Wendy's. I I enjoy it. Um, There's a Wendy's International Company, but I can't figure out. But there's not in England, so Maybe they have just one in australia or something bizarre yeah like there's there's one like in it's like in madrid it's just yeah maybe we're just hanging out there spanish people um, love singles just, <laughs> love them wendy's 
or it's probably called Uno, right? It would be it would be the it would, Uno. It would be an uh, wouldn't it be a Royale with cheese? <laughs> That's the other <laughs> joke, um, right, Jonathan? You wrote on this. What? How was? How was the commercial? Uh, th- so how did you enjoy is, it? Yeah, Ian. So you don't know that. Yeah, this is like a super famous commercial from my right. childhood. Your ch- I don't know if it was still going on. I, I don't know, uh, Danae. You're you're blank blank old, but um, timeless. You're bleep. truly no. Do you remember this commercial <laughs> at all, or do you? I no, mean- I I remember the saying. I remember like the 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 motto the whatever you want to call it like the the tag yeah. you know like where is the beef that just kind of now it's still it's still going but now it's like duh, 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 where's the beef and this is just yeah. like old ladies but I don't remember this commercial so yeah this was this was super famous I don't remember like when it premiered or anything but I remember this was a thing people would say a lot when I was a child because it it kind of became like a you know, like kind of like what we were talking about mayhem is today and stuff. You know, it just became like a famous uh, slogan. That, and I remember the other one was the life call thing where it was, I'm falling, but I can't get up. Yes, uh, th- I remember th- that one. Oh my God, both of those. Those were the two elderly commercial people saying. <laughs> I loved I loved this uh, video uh, so much, but oddly, my laughter in it, like where I really lost it was when it, took a hard ride into Captain D's territory. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Captain D... I don't know what that is, but the I was over wondering. the honey mustard okay. was glorious. Captain D's is a... It's a fast food. It's seafood. Do you have those in uh, in your area, Do you Danae? have seafood? No, do you have Captain yes. D's in your area? Yeah, I, have I know they don't. Yeah. But uh, Captain <laughs> D's, Long John Silver's, they're all just these, like... Uh, chains that do like fast food seafood and it's but it's like seafood and they do have like chicken strips and stuff so i guess that's why they have honey mustard but like their honey mustard i guess captain d's you will never uh, advertise for us that's fine uh their honey mustard smells <laughs> really listening so be careful smells really weird of course. and also you're just i don't know honey mustard such a weird thing to have like at a, it but but they're 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 they just have a smell to them it's not necessarily bad but like if you've ever eaten captain d's in a car and then left the Captain D's in the car <laughs> for like a couple hours. Ooh, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. it is so thickly greased. Yeah. The, the oh, thing no. about Captain it's all D's. fried. Like, yeah, everything yeah. is fried. And so when you get into like a 500 foot radius, maybe even half mile, it's just be really like long. Like, and your windows are down in the car, you're walking, you can smell the oil in the air as you approach restaurants like this and oh, it, no. yeah and so it's not my favorite place to eat because it's just yeah like, that's one of the, the crispiness few... is okay but if they get the yeah. crispiness wrong then it's just like this weird sort of like extra soggy business and they have soggy skin and they have these soggy things ball. in like underneath the fish and stuff which you you probably i mean you've probably you probably see this like in uh in, i mean you you have a lot of fried fish in england obviously but yeah. like oh, they yeah, have yeah, like definitely. the remnants of that like the little fried crispy remnants of that which they call oh, in captain the d's best. they call cracklin yeah and yeah no, you can really actually just, yeah. just order a box of cracklin yeah yeah no so most chip shops in england you yeah. can you can just ask for it's like off cuts and crackling and it will be like the end bits of chips of battered sausages yeah. of fish yeah Oh, it's, it's so just good. fried. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like it's, it's fried, fried, fried flour. This has nothing to do with this commercial, which is hilarious. We're not gonna this is great. This is great. What, what was your favorite stuff to um your favorite sins that you wrote, Jonathan? It's kind of like I, I guess it's kind of the same feeling I get like when I get to do like a movie for my childhood, you know. So it was mm-hmm. just that was just really cool to be assigned this one, and um, uh, well done today. And it was really it was really fun to work on for uh, signing it. The the Captain D's one was fun because 
like I already said. And then, um, in fact, that's the only one I actually wrote down because I didn't want to like, I don't know, talking about my own sons is weird to me. But, uh, <laughs> but just, and just like, I just, I just thought it was, you know, when you start like, because we do this, even though that's the point, it's, it's supposed to be funny. Like, where's the beef in other restaurants, but Wendy's has the beef. But then when you start thinking about that, it's like, well, I mean, they have to have beef. And then so just like trying to figure out yeah. how to send that. And then I remembered from my Chick-fil-A day. So I hope this, I think this is true with most fast food restaurants. I remember the add meat button, which we never use, like never. Nobody asks for extra meat. But uh, I didn't know that's, it was an option. especially in Chick-fil-A, now. because you'd have like two huge like chicken patties, but uh, maybe mm. at like restaurants they do. But most places now have like doubles and triples and stuff like that. So I mm. think that I know two people in the last month who have said add meat <laughs> oh so, for, from your day job from my day yes <laughs> that's, a bit, that's right I, what was the context for that I, it doesn't we don't need it okay, we don't need good. it at all oh you were talking about a restaurant uh i'm very confused <laughs> right now I, uh, you know did, we'll did just I, what move did you on. think of the commercials and quickly uh, what did you think i i did not get me, that at all i'm so dumb me? um you wanna know what i think i want to know what you think thanks yeah. host uh no i loved it uh, I th- I like Jonathan's um, commercial sense scripts quite a lot. I, again, one of my favorite things about commercial sins is it's truly just completely one writer's mind palace of sins. So you kind of mm-hmm. get a chance to see what like what one person will do. Um, and my favorite was again the right turn into Captain D's territory, <laughs> which was unexpected to to be sending one restaurant and go in a different direction. But I also cracked up on it's not the size, it's whether it tastes like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just thought that was really fucking funny. <laughs> Good work. Yeah. That's what my mom always told me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to have that opportunity to send something that you probably like. How often is Captain D's going to come up? And you're just like, this is my time. <laughs> this. This is my moment. This is where I get to do some stuff. I've been waiting um, for this for so long. Yeah, so I had that. It's um, yeah, it's not the size of the beef that counts. It's how little it tastes like. It tastes like shit. It's great, and scene does not contain a sir mix a lot. Yeah, that was a quick beautiful. one. I, I I kept trying to figure out it because I even when I was edit watching the edit, I was trying to figure out if we should leave that in, but I just decided yeah, it's fine. No, I love it. That's that's perfect. Beautiful. Right, let's move on to the TV scenes episodes of the week and with Invincible episode three, which was a Cardoso Watkins script. Uh, Watto Dokins? Mm-hmm. Watto? Yeah. Card, cardkins. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonathan, you again. Oh, yeah. Um, this was fun. <laughs> was this the first? Wait, what episode of Invincible is this? And is it this the third? Is, don't. Yeah, it's episode three. So I guess this Don't is the second. Ugly. So, and I think I wrote episode two with Who are you Daniel calling too. I, I was just trying to remember if something because I've written a couple scripts with Daniel, but I was trying to remember if if this was the first mm. or second one that aired. So, but Daniel's very fun to write with. Um, he brings a lot of uh, he brings a lot of fun stuff to the table and uh, always surprises me. And uh, yeah, me too. I'm I'm enjoying the more I get to work with him because I th- I've worked with him not quite as much as I think some of you guys, but um, he's great. Uh, and this script was really funny. I love it. I've said it already. I love Invincible. I think Invincible is a really good show. Uh, it's uh, it's an adaptation of one of my all-time favorite comics, too. So that could play into why I like it so much. But, I mean, I think mm-hmm. they do a good job with it. Uh, I love Daniel wrote the thing about questioning whether or not there are other robots in the world, which I've never thought about. <laughs> like, after reading, like, a hundred and whatever issues of the comic and watching the show, like, <laughs> that never even crossed my mind 
Uh, it is weird. Yeah, so it's like, has this name never been an issue and Robot just happens to be standing next to another robot or is Robot a surname and Cecil is just one of those people? And I like how we <laughs> leave it at that. Like, it doesn't even explain yep. it. It's just, okay, what is those people? Uh, the sign that says parking in rear. <laughs> I just love that the scent was, I think this joke is actually pretty hilarious, but geometry. <laughs> was that Daniel? Yeah, that was 100%. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. I love it. Um, that was great. And then, like, he also, the part where they're like, Invincible hit that little girl, which is ridiculous, because they had all watched the fight, you know, and the sin was like, show thinks that someone who just witnessed that fight between Rex and Monster Girl is really going to try and cancel Invincible over there. <laughs> I just, I just thought monster. that was a great, uh, I thought that was a great observation. So no, it was, it was fun to work on. I don't really have anything more to say about the show, except if for some reason you're not watching it, I would, I would recommend it if you like comic book thingies. Yeah, massive goal warning, but. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll go next. I don't think I've been. I don't think I've been on the show when we've talked about Invincible. I can't remember, but yeah, I love this car, this show as well. So so good. Um, goes in a ton of different directions, which was surprising for what it is because you kind of think it might be a bit Rick and Morty-ish, a bit like kind of goofy, but it is serious as heck. This show is mm -hmm. not taking any prisoners. I love it. It's glorious. Um, yeah, um, have him bounce his pecs and it will make him look like even more of an apple. I love it when we turn an apple sin in particular, like on its head and do something different with it. That was beautiful. And I, was there even an, there wasn't even an apple in the scene. It was just mm -mm. him bouncing his pecs makes him look like an arsehole. I love it. Um, I think my biggest problem with the episode is that the girl gets younger whenever she transforms. So why are you transforming in the middle of training? Mm -hmm. What are you doing? You're going to be embryonic if you're not careful. Like, what is she gaining from the training session? I don't know. It doesn't make any it's sense. It's for us. So, so we can see it happen. So we know, <sighs> which is a, it's, I, I also think it's, if you had that ability, you would save them so carefully, you, you know? Would, you would, like, she, world is in danger. Everything mm -hmm. is ending because it has yeah. such a high personal cost. She was one of my favorite characters in the comic book series because I just, I just thought that was such a cool, like. I don't know. That's just like something that I, if it's been done before in some form, I don't remember it, but that just felt so unique and original. Like, you know, like she can do good, but she also hurts herself every time. I don't know. It's just interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's an interesting dynamic. The idea that you don't age mentally, but you, or de-age rather, yeah. but you de-age physically. Yeah. And at what point is it like, you know. And eventually you just be a boss baby. Exactly. Oh, which, oh, what a no. weird correlation, huh? <laughs> Oh no, hmm? we didn't need That's that. That's strange. Oh no. That's um, the reason Boss Baby exists. Now we know. <laughs> no, then we need to stop Invincible for the sake of <laughs> not having any more Boss I'm sorry, Jonathan, it's worth it in the long run. Take the hit. Fair enough. Um, last one I mentioned is getting this excited about chicken pot pie. Now, specifically, because it's interesting hearing Aaron or the narrator say this when I have sat next to the man yeah. at his most excited when a chicken pot pie was on the way. And this man was giddy and he like he took it round the table it's like you got to try this pot pie you got to have it so to then hear his voice say yeah whatever pot pie it's no big deal i was like you lie, yeah. sir you love the pot well, pie. i wrote that and i and i do e i mean and even if i love chicken pot pie i still probably would have wrote that oh, but yeah, but sure. i actually hate chicken pot pie with a passion well okay i'll say this hmm. i had a sometimes like especially when you're younger if you get really sick after eating something even if that thing didn't oh, cause sure. you getting sick you're still uh -huh. going to correlate that so you I've never been able it. to eat it again. But yeah. um, mm -hmm. but I did originally just have chicken pot pie. I think that's all I had. And I think Aaron, I believe Aaron added that, like the, you know, getting this excited, which I thought did make it better. So 
Yeah, um, it was just—it was a great bit of correlation that not forty-eight hours before the man had been no, so no, excited, and now he's lying. He loves chicken pot pie. You're not wrong. Love it. I kind of like making him say things that are like against his soul. I was like, I hate Pixar, and that's the scene, but it's in like nothing to do with Pixar. There's actually a uh, one we're working on right now, and one of the sins um, that was written is like this desire for more broadway musical and my comment was like does the narrator actually like musicals or does aaron <laughs> like musicals <laughs> no. mm, i'm gonna ask this question no. it's a hard question i know <laughs> i think i i think i i think i noted that one yeah because i think i wrote that one i can't remember now so we'll see yeah. we'll see you know I, I don't, uh, yeah but it's fun to like think that what I would do is make him hate musicals, like knowing mm. that Aaron deep in his soul is having to narrate yeah. something that just causes him pain because yeah. I am an evil person. Yeah, I love I love musicals <laughs> too, but pain. I feel like the narrators don't. Like that's always kind of been, but the narrators yeah. don't like anything, right? I no. mean, that's the whole point. I mean, oddly, the TV sins kind of does a little bit. We play into that. Yeah, um, it's really but, hard. If it's something he feels really strongly about, it's hard to get him to agree to like, it's like that's but that's what you're supposed to be doing man you're supposed to you're supposed to not like this stuff we can't can't take like seven (laughs) sins off no we should come up with a list of things he hates so that like when he's getting into character he can look over and be like lemonade (laughs) fuck it (laughs) you know does he not like lemonade i don't know he loves he likes lemonade he likes um Oh, what are they called? Arnold Palmer's. Oh, yeah. So maybe we like make a list of things we know Aaron loves, but like the narrator hates it. So like Arnold Palmer's and so many chicken pot pies. Yeah. Badly put together puns. It's for his own good. Lazy Mm -hmm. punning. Uh, I really enjoyed the um the so it was interesting to me like you know to put uh, like like the the duplicate now is cheating with Rex and Mm. you know this stuff because I haven't continued to watch this show um after sending the first episode. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, so I'm kind of like watching this episode three, which, by the way, the title card says episode season one, episode one, but the the video uh, thumbnail says season one, episode three. So I got really, really confused for a split <laughs> oh, second. We I was just, like, wait, we just, I did that. We screwed up and missed it. Yeah. Guess what, guys? We're human. We miss things sometimes, even though <laughs> there's like happens. twelve people looking at it. Um. So we. It's uh. Crazy. So I. Anyways, rather I haven't really gone in. So I'm watching the Sins video, almost kind of getting caught up on a soap opera in quick, you know, like a quick form of it. So I was like, oh, not Rex and duplicate. <laughs> <gasps> scandalous. So that was interesting. But I really like the sin associated that. with that, which was like envy. And now lust, like just the, <laughs> the back-to-back delivery of that one. Um, you guys mentioned a lot of the other ones that I enjoyed. Uh, I really did like the the whole concept of privacy or me time sort of out the window. And the sin was Facebook. We could mm-hmm. probably put any company on the end of that one. We could have done Google. We could have done, you know, any really um, Amazon, major tech company. Listening. Yeah. yeah. But Facebook is obviously the easy go-to it- there. Um, but it's true. And I, and I like sending Facebook. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was, it nice. was a good to catch up on the show. I haven't seen it for a while. Okay, let's move on to the next TV Sins video, which is Rick and Morty, The Ricks Must Be Crazy. Um, this was a Watkins Whittington script, um, or as the Discord group called it, a Weewa. <laughs> a Weewa, wow. Yeah, this is a Weewa script. Okay. Um, I'll go first. Um, yeah, Rick and Morty is actually getting easier for me to sin. I'm not too sure why. I think it's because 
It Your has, soul is being dissolved by our company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it is. I'm now numb to all of this. Nothing shocks me. So even though Rick and Morty is bizarro after bizarro episode, it still hits the same kind of ridiculous beats and self-contradicting stuff. So it's it's fun. This is kind of like an Inception-ish episode. And that was my... Uh, I guess taking issue is wrong because it's a cartoon and it's ridiculous. But the fact that each layer of universe still had the same stuff in it. So chocolate had to independently come about. Deers with just an extra eye had to be a thing. Like there were so many things that related to the universe above it that shouldn't have done. Pterodactyls appearing. Um, Yeah, that bugged me and I should just let it go, but I won't. Um, In terms of the Sins xylophiles, I like coming up, not coming up, I didn't invent the words, but finding a file, um, I think, Morty says something about masturbating to a particularly curvy piece of driftwood. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, there's definitely a word for somebody that is attracted to trees. And it's a xylophile. Wow. So that, that's a real thing. That's an actual that's I mean, a a thing Google you can be. What a Google search that is. Now, now, I, I, know my... what, now I know what I am. Wait, shit. Did I say <laughs> that out loud? Now, now I know <laughs> where I belong. This is my niche. This is where I belong. Can they have xylophile um, conventions? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really hate it because for a, a Sins video that's coming out soon-ish, um, I had to Google what an affection for or a, an attraction to a certain rodent is like. And so I just had to Google, like, Oh. being attracted to rats and i'm i'm just i'm not i just i need to know the word stop judging me internet um <laughs> that's yes. never gonna happen I you're gonna man, be judged that's forever. one i just would have let mm-hmm. go I'm like no i'm not gonna look that up or i'm gonna make it up uh, the worst <laughs> thing is i did have to let it go because i couldn't find the right word so i was like yep great can't even defend it um and i i personally love painting an alternate picture of a scene with just one sentence so it's right at the end of the episode when they come out of the universe and out of the car and i'm like yes but what if the hood is locked because there's yeah. no like warning like they die like and rick and morty is like fucked up enough to let that happen so i just kind of wanted the latch to close and it's whoop, out blood everywhere so, yeah i enjoyed that i enjoyed painting that, that little really mental good. picture out done danae mm. you're up next oh okay um yes rick and morty you've talked about it a lot um i'm gonna hit my favorite sins mm-hmm. on this one i really liked the sci-fi words um that you can't just make up a sci-fi word and hope that it means something and then the <laughs> sin was about star trek uh but specifically how many episodes there were of star trek and over like, 800 yeah yeah it's almost like you knew that weird perhaps um, the, I hate to be the, um, actually guy. And then he just laughs at himself because that's what <laughs> because we do. He is. <laughs> um, but you know, I actually really enjoyed the on the nose, straight up sin for using the word gay as an insult. Mm-hmm. There are sometimes when, you know, we really try to craft our, our sins and kind of craft our jokes and make it funny in new ways and deliver it in an interesting way. And then there's sometimes it's just like, Nope, that is a sin, and we're just going to say it out loud. And it doesn't have to carry a lot of weight and mm-hmm. alliteration and wit. It's just like, that's dumb, and that shouldn't happen. Uh, yeah. And it kind of like was like, yeah, I'm glad to see that one. Because it feels like current content has moved away from using that as a slur. Mm-hmm. But then you go back and you watch old content, and it's just it's like, man, that was so accepted. It's one of the reasons I love putting it in, because it's probably in the last 10 years that it's now... I mean, it's never acceptable, but it's now actually we're thinking about we mm-hmm. really shouldn't use that as a negative thing. And the first time it popped up to me was when I was at college and um, I had a German teacher that was gay. And the guy that was sat next to me, 
it was like we were giving some extra homework and he just exclaimed that's gay and the next lesson was just the teacher explaining yep i'm not going to be mad at you but we're going to explain why that's not okay and you don't realize you're doing it but you're using this in a way and the, the kid next to me was just like yeah no i didn't even mean any offense by it it's just what we say Mm-hmm. So yeah, language needs to evolve, and um, if we can have a tiny, yeah, tiny, tiny, tiny say in that, it's great. It's interesting because re- specifically when we do stuff from like the late '90s or like the early mm-hmm. aughts, like it's in everything, like everywhere. Yeah. And this is like this was only probably what four or five years ago, so I'm kind of surprised. Like I was surprised to hear it in this, and it and it wasn't even like they were poking fun at it. Like they were, I mean, no. that just felt like dialogue that was coming out of yeah. their mouth. I don't know what yep. they were getting if at. If they with were it, trying to, to make fun of it, it did not come across correctly. Exactly. And I don't know if when this was created that it there was that awareness or that like movement yeah, maybe, towards being sure that we maybe that's when the we slur. End. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. and that's good. It's good if that like it's almost like sometimes I don't mind things being in our pop culture so that we are reminded of mistakes. Like we can't just erase them all. Yeah, of course. Um and this is just an example of a way to use a word uh, callously or without thinking mm-hmm. about it. And you're right. We should eliminate that. But then also just it's so important to there's just a split second of time in our minds where you have control over the words that are going to come out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. And when when you go into just a free flow and you're just using language without thought, um, you can insult people accidentally absolutely because mm-hmm. you don't know what you're saying or whatever some people use it intentionally though and those are very dangerous uh, conversations yeah, to sure. get into but um anyways it was just an, it was a good example it was kind of like a nice i was like yeah that's a good sin like fuck yeah <laughs> so yeah. i really like yeah. that so. <laughs> very much so. um cool if that's it let's go on to the music video jonathan's turn did i just skip you entirely it's okay wow. no it's yeah. okay man I mean, you're just doing so good oh man i'm hosting the what's it's off of this i mean so honestly you guys since. mentioned most of the stuff i had but i will say i mean uh, we've <laughs> talked about rick and morty a bunch like danae said yeah this mm-hmm. i don't know this is one of my favorite episodes but i quite like it no. i my favorite part which is kind of weird but i just liked the dark comic undertones of it with when the third reality when that guy realized that it's i know i like that yeah i know i mean i don't i don't like what actually happens to him but i just there's something about that moment and then morty trying to like tell him it's okay there's just something about that moment that's like really it was just really well written it's Uh, great because yeah because rick goes on the journey of objecting and then when he's talking to the next guy yeah he's defending it and it's just this chain of realization of oh no i'm the i'm the simulation bugger Uh, Summer being able to text was ridiculous. I think we both had something there. I'm pretty sure that's Ian's sin because I think mine was a little more simplistic. Oh, yeah, we, we but, both had it. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, that was what it, it got- that was. I mean, even for this show, I was like, why did that? That doesn't even make sense. Maybe she was playing a game or she was supposed to be playing a game or something, but it looked like she was texting. And she even, was absolutely texting. Even then, she shouldn't have been able to play a game. I mean, she shouldn't have had anything there where she could have. <laughs> uh, and I just like the randomness of, I guess the multiverse must really love fucking dinosaurs. Honestly, I can't blame them. <laughs> and uh, Dinosaurs are great. Mm-hmm. Who, who would want to live in a universe where one pan of beige constitutes a feast? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. The beige pans. <laughs> I would not. Yeah. But yeah that's a feast. A, we can move on now. Move on. Nice. Right. Now we can do it. Man, this is going to be an editing fun factory. Um, right, let's move into music video sins, and I don't know what this is. Silk Sonic feet the people of Silk Sonic. Isn't everybody that's on the featuring thing actually in the band? 
Yeah, so Silk Sonic is made up of Bruno Mars, and I'm sorry, I forgot the other guy. That's terrible. Um, Hold on. I've also forgotten, but we'll put it in the notes somewhere on us, then I can pull it up. Right. Um, but, yeah, wait, wait, what am I looking producer, up? Silk. The band okay, members Silk of Silk is Sonic. A, a type of uh, fiber. It's like a, like a fabric. Um, so, Smoking Out the Window um, is the name of the song. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, I'll go first. Um, the, the biggest thing I wanted to pull out was diamonds on your wrist. Diamonds on your chest. Is that a thing for man juices? Because it gets sinned. Is that a thing? Is that what that means? Man juices? Can you yeah, elaborate, like, Ian? Well, the, the sin is that, um, like that he blames Nicki Minaj for that becoming like the lexicon of <laughs> baby juices. Mm-hmm. And is, I didn't realize it was. And I'm now broken and corrupt. You didn't realize what was? Like Jism? Yes. Apparently, <laughs> that's what it means. Diamonds. <laughs> what? what? I just want. I just want. I want to make you say the really uncomfortable <laughs> things. That's all. Semen. Hi, Mum and Dad. Um, yeah, apparently... <laughs> Joe Be Stalin. proud of me, Mum and Dad. Jo- Joe Seaman. I met a nice a nice kid. His name's Joe Seaman. Yeah. Uh-huh. Two more butts. Um, anyway, that that's all I had for that, really. I just wanted to clarify. Is is that a thing, or is, is that what something... Is what a thing? Is what, I'm sorry, I've missed fa- some of this. The, the fact that having diamonds on your wrist and on your chest is the equivalent of having semen Oh, your, I, I think he's just This is what keeps you up? I don't know of a specific <laughs> well, Nicki Minaj song, but yeah, there might be something where they, yeah, it's possible. Okay, good. Let's move on. Danae. <laughs> Anderson That's your, Wait a second. Hold on a second. That's your only contribution to the music video sense is wondering if Diamonds is... Yeah, yeah. no, it really is because I didn't like this song and I'm just going to no, keep hating not, on modern music. No, it's not good. Anderson Pack is the one that's singing with Bruno Mars and they, they basically... They're very popular solo artists and then they formed this group called Silk Sonic and they're basically mm-hmm. just doing like a like 70s R&B type, you know... Uh, paying tribute to that and uh nice. it doesn't I really like it. i don't know why it just does i like both of them like separately but this just doesn't work for some reason i love bruno mars but this is just bland noise that i just i can't get anything from it other than a confusion about modern slang um so yeah mm-hmm. that's i'm just gonna keep did you google it you music. should google the, the it heck i did no nope nope, nope, nope. <laughs> did not need i did not need clarification because i thought my colleagues would give it to me instead of shunning me Oh, but yeah. No, I wasn't shutting you. I was just looking up who was in Silk Sonic, so I missed the first part of what you said. Right. And then, and then well, I we, thought you were talking about Jism, and you weren't. And in our defense, we haven't had our, our regular monthly Jism meeting where we go over <laughs> oh all of God. the euphemisms, you know? Isn't that tomorrow? Is that tomorrow? Uh, no, it's at the end of the month, actually. Oh, I think we've got our I think we've got our cold opening. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we do. Yes. yes! Uh, you're welcome. Making Great. a note of that timestamp. Um, yeah. Danae, so this this please. video was interesting to me in in many ways, and then also I found myself just watching it and then forgetting to pay any attention. <laughs> I was just like, uh-huh. like my head is kind of tilted to the side. I like to think uh-huh. about set designs when I watch mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. So like I look at the costuming and I look at how because all of that visual tells a story too, and then trying to figure out how much of it actually relates to lyrics. Uh, is always a fun um, little mental gymnastics game. Um, so I did the thing that I have done in the past, and I did it again. My apologies. I didn't write anything down. I went to my notes. I was like, wait, where are my notes? I watched this video. I had thoughts during the video. I just didn't actually make notes during the video. So I think that's the sign of a good video. I think that's oh, one where you walk away and you're like, wow. <laughs> is that all that you have for music video since this week, Danae? Just that yep. one comment? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. 
I'm glad we're both on fire. Mm-hmm. Jonathan, Jonathan, it's your turn to really knock uh, this one out of the park. Yeah, it was a oh, really yours. funny video. I'm with Ian. I do not like the song. Um, the video itself like it is pretty bland and not yeah. not too much going on. But the I mean, carpet. that's you know they're they're doing their the thing. Carpet stage. I just remembered. The carpet Sorry. stage. That's oh, one of them. yeah. The uh yeah that was one I had written down the are you fucking kidding me with this carpeted stage and yeah. and that would be ridiculous like you would never have a band on a carpeted no. stage there's no way no 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 why no. why why no. why would you do that there'd be it's spells. it's so it, well and the the buildup of electricity in the carpet oh, on, yeah. with all the equipment that can't be good no that's no. true too I didn't even think about that so one time I I just set my laptop down on the carpet of the house. And felt a little electric pop. Ah. And it completely wiped my computer. Oh, no. Oh, no. Just like a... And I couldn't even open it. Because like the static or something just From a normal carpet. So there's no way that'd be on the band. Yeah, like You're not wrong. Yeah. And they were all smoking, too. So there would have just been... Like, they would have been burning it up. And that thing would have been on fire. They'd all be dead. That's a sad video. It's a Pepsi commercial waiting to happen. Sad. And then uh, I, I just like the line. I know Bruno knows how to fuck, but this is bad fucking. I just thought that was funny. And then I like the <laughs> simplicity of repeating yourself, repeating yourself. <laughs> that was really funny. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Good shit. Hey, you stole all of Danae's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 You guys had a bunch. I just stole them all. That, that was why. You, we you probably shouldn't let you go Even first. though you went before me. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You give me a heads up. I would have. Yeah. I'm gonna this is the editing. Post. You edited all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You are going to sound so stupid when this episode comes out, Jonathan. <laughs> what does he mean Why he went first? in the right order? He doesn't know how to use a blanket or how one, two, three works. <laughs> um, please, please help Jonathan understand how podcasting works at CinemaSins.com. Oh, God. Okay, hold on. Right, let, let's do it. Right, let's move into CinemaSins. Um, let's go into Cruella, which was a Hughes share script. Danae Hughes, did you make any notes on this or shall I just skip over to Jonathan? You're such a butt. Danae <laughs> um, wrote on this one. Who, so it's Danae and who? Danae <laughs> yeah. and Barrett. Barrett. Uh, yeah, Barrett and I wrote on this one. Um, this was an interesting experience because I didn't know what I didn't know what to expect with Cruella. And I also kind of forgot how much I love Emma and Emma. Oh, she's great. Uh, so to see them, them on screen together, mm-hmm. I just found myself having a really good time watching this movie. And I actually enjoyed the movie for many reasons. One of the biggest reasons is I love fashion, uh, especially like uh, reality competitions like Project Runway. There's a sin about all of my reality competition shows kind of merging into one movie yeah. because there was like this top chef. They actually used the music from, uh, well, I shouldn't say they used the music from, but um, uh, Hell's Kitchen music mm-hmm. or something like there's there was these really interesting crossovers and it very much felt to me like a reality TV show in a way. Um, but the fashion in this movie is so beautiful. And I didn't, it's like, taking these really interesting parts of 101 Dalmatians as, as annoying as some of the things that they do are like, is this a prequel? What like, are we, are we refer- how are we referencing something that hasn't happened yet in the future? Mm-hmm. That stuff aside, there's this, there's this, um, I thought that it was really clever how they went about reintroducing, you know, this, this character. I also the villain angle, which is something I know Disney plays around with, 
um, just taking these characters where they're no longer just throwaway side characters. Like I fully expect we're probably going to have a movie about the origin story of the witch from Snow White at some point oh, in time. You I'm, know, at this point, I'm even certain that's in the works. I it's, think it it's is. gotta be. You know, just <laughs> before she was an ugly hag with a poisoned apple, she yeah. was this. You know, like this whole thing that they do. Um, in this case, you know, trying to give Cruella some context. I didn't really care about like the mother story angle as much as they probably wanted me to or trying to connect in with her genius or her crazy or the things that pushed her over the edge. To me, that almost it it needs to be there because she's a villain in some capacity. We want to see the steps that were in place for her to be able to do cruel things like we've seen her do. Um, and I didn't mind at all, I guess I should say, but my love came from this person who was creating this in really incredible fashion. Um, they also decided to sprinkle in heist with this movie, because which was unexpected um, and kind of delightful in a way. Um, I think that they did just enough to make it interesting. They did just enough to make it uh, like move the story along, even though some of it felt halting and it was modern and unique. So I actually really enjoyed this a lot, but most of all, I enjoyed Emma Stone's performance. She was really fun to watch. And mm. anytime that happens in a movie where you're just like, man, I'm really enjoying how this person is super into character and just captivating on screen. Um, I don't I don't know that I'm rooting for Cruella, which I shouldn't be no. because she's dark and twisted. Uh -huh. But they did the right thing, I think, in stopping her story before it goes even darker. So they kind of gave mm. us a chance to see the slippery slope that she was on without it turning into us like seeing really dark and twisted stuff that you, just, you really can't, you know, kind of get behind or whatever. But I don't know. I don't know if everybody else kind of felt about the movie in general, but... Yeah. If you, feel, did you guys watch Cruella? I haven't seen it. But okay. From, I mean, the concept of it, I have an issue with because it's the rooting for thing. So, yeah, we may not see her get there, but it. I know what she does. She is a puppy skinner. Like, it is so <laughs> hard. And she is the protagonist in this in this movie because it, it like the sin that sums up perfectly is, um, yeah, we got Emma Thompson because we're going to create somebody even more evil to make Cruella look better. But no, she's still a Dalmatian skinner and that's hard to get on with. But from the sins video emma stone's performance looks incredible and i want to watch it because emma stone just gives it the beans whatever she does um yeah and, and i want to see her interact interact with emma thompson um and it's yeah, really really fun to see them together actually mm. um i thought that was a really fun thing i think one of the biggest sins of this movie though is the idea like what's pressing the story forward like the drive of this movie doesn't feel once you watch the movie through, it doesn't feel like it really holds water. Um, the idea that they have to do these heist things in this specific time frame, like the whole premise is that they're going to be, uh, you know, needing to get in and get this necklace during this very particular ball because it's quote unquote the biggest one. And then the movie proceeds to show even more and more elaborate balls. <laughs> and so it's like it kind of undermines itself yeah. in what is propelling the story forward or why it's it's valuable um in in that way and and the i think the story is the idea of just dying to an older version of yourself even if it means you turn into an asshole and i can relate to that in some ways and so it's kind of like there's like a power in when she you know tosses this valuable necklace this kind of 
you, this symbol of motherhood and 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 what was once important to her, she kind of just like puts it aside, you know, towards the towards the end of the movie. It's it's really hard. It's a hard thing to be like, yeah, she's gonna she's moving on, but then you know she's gonna turn into something even darker. So it's just yeah. it's a weird it's experience where you're having fun visually. Uh, at least I was, and you're having fun performance wise, but you're still like, I don't know why I like this. If I really think about it too much, yeah. (laughs) So I guess in that way, it's a Disney experience. (laughs) Experience. (laughs) Um, One of my favorite things that uh, that happened in this one was hearing um, Jeremy perform "Lightning Crashes." Um, That was amazing. Mm -hmm. I loved. I loved that one. That felt a bit different, didn't it, to the usual? Oh my god! It was. He was singing a story. I loved it. Yeah, because you're watching this, like, just it lingers. Sometimes when Jeremy sings, it's like a little clip. It's like, mm-hmm. a, like a little yeah. bit of a yeah, lyric. Yeah, a little taste. This one's like, oh, we're going into a performance. And then mm-hmm. you're watching this woman, like, just <laughs> go into the... So he's playing um, guitar, right? I think so, I but think I didn't ask is. him. Yeah. It, it sounded like it. He has to be. Because it, it was like so it. perfect. Yeah. It was so mm-hmm. in cadence with him. Yeah. I, I should ask him. I'm going to ask him on Slack. And then do didn't, it. didn't it he, I mean, we can cut this out, but didn't he, because I know he recorded, like he kept going for like a few seconds. Yes. Didn't you like release that on like it somewhere? Didn't that actually pop up somewhere? Like, or maybe that was, I don't know, maybe not. Maybe I'm missing. No, I think you're that. right. I think you're right. That sounds about right. But it was just, um, it was really I, funny because he was like, you know, uh, I'm going to keep singing because I can or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jonathan, what did you think of the movie? What were your favorite sins? I have not seen the movie. Uh, I I assume I will want it. The weird, like my daughter has not really wanted, I, I, or she just hasn't, She I've asked her every now and then because it's on Disney Plus now. Like she didn't want to go see it in the theater and she keeps saying she wants to see it, but we just haven't gotten around to it for whatever reason. It's probably not a movie I'll just watch by myself. Uh, or if I do, it'll be way down the list. But I do want to, yeah. I kind of want to see it. I mean, Aaron, I remember really liked it. And I remember when, when it came out in theaters, he was talking it up. So that interested me. Um, I just remember watching the trailer and thinking it kind of looked like Disney doing the Joker, which I thought was weird. <laughs> That's probably. <laughs> I can see what you mean. Yeah. yeah, it's not. But no, it no, it's not. But that was just the way the tra- like the trailer kind yeah. of took that angle like it was No, I can see that in a way. Story and, yeah. Yeah, and she's kind of like just she's not she's like a genius yeah. crazy level. Yeah. Like I knew they weren't going to do like rated R stuff. I know. But. I wish. <laughs> well, they even they do this really clever nod to um this so the you know the idea is that you got these two battling fashion mm-hmm. houses in a way, this rebellious one that's coming up with young Cruella and then this like baroness that's sort of this woman that she wants to usurp essentially. Mm-hmm. And um the baroness at, at one point in time is like looking out and uh, the Baroness is where the Dalmatians originate from in the story. And so one of the things that Cruella does is she steals these dogs mm-hmm. for a very particular reason. Because the dogs ate this necklace that the dogs have to poop out. Ah, that okay? sounds like Disney. Which is one of the which is one of my other favorite sins that uh, <laughs> was written, which was like this. Uh, what was it? This there's far too much time spent waiting for dogs to poop i think something like that <laughs> yeah do you remember that yeah. one um but anyway the the uh so the baroness like looks out the window and cruella has crafted a dalmatian coat like we have seen and uh the baroness says she you know she made a coat out of my dogs and then they very cleverly like downplay that later that she actually didn't do that. So they kind of mm. have this clever sort of mm. wink and nod to it yeah, not Disney being Disney cartoons so dark. back in the day gave much fewer fucks than Disney gives today. Yeah. 
They're going to yeah. address that. That's They're true. They're going to kill Bambi's mother and they don't so care. Does, Sorry it, to interrupt you. No, 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 you're fine. So it does seem a little more interesting than like, I don't know, like Maleficent or something to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, so I'll probably check it out at some point. As far as the sense, uh, the lightning crashes thing was epic. So good. Uh, I guess I'm adding how often are puppies dumped into dumpsters at private schools to the list of things I refuse to research, but will send anyways. <laughs> <laughs> right how am i gonna do that how am i gonna type into google yeah. like how often are puppies dumped in a dumpster to private? Like, i'm gonna guess i never. can't do that i have lines can i get away with this uh, yeah that's what it's gonna come across yeah. like i love the fresh prince of bel-air reference you can tell estella is a dope rebel because she does the same thing will does to his uniform jacket <laughs> yeah which is interesting because it's one of the like that's something I remember from that first episode, but like I didn't know like that was something I guess a lot of people remember. I don't know because I don't. It's a great poem, but that's probably yeah, if I thought of pull. Fresh Prince, that's one of the first things that comes to mind, other than like the Carlton or something. Yeah. Uh, and then I just I loved sending giving puppies as presents because that's just it's a terrible. Right. The burden of responsibility. Yes. Uh-huh. Unless your child is specifically said they want one and you're giving it to her knowing that you're taking care of it. But just giving somebody a dog yeah. is just like, it's insane. Unless you dislike them. And you're like, here's this very thoughtful present of responsibility for the next 15 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, indeed. Um, and don't ever yeah, wrap do a puppy. I've seen where people do that too. Like they actually, like, they, oh, they that terrifies wrap. Me. Yeah, it's like, don't do that. What are you doing? Don't do that. <laughs> That puppy's not going to enjoy that. Um, hamster's fine. That puppy's puppy nice. will have a, like, it'll be a traumatic event in its life, and it'll be like, it'll always go back to being wrapped. Always terrified of Christmas? That's yeah. the worst. Christmas and beards. Oh, no. that's, what, that's what happened. Christmas and beards. Ian yeah, tried to wrap title. him. That's, that's it. That's well, the one. Nobody yeah, outside of the outtakes knows what we're talking about. N- nope. <laughs> Take a drink. <laughs> I came here a day early just to wrap your dog in Christmas wrappers, uh, Christmas wrapping paper. Mm-hmm. Um, right, yeah. For the sins that I like, much to avenge revenge and destroy was lead in, and she is talking to a fountain. <laughs> yes. It's, uh, it's so good. And it's just on separate lines. I love putting lines on. I love putting lines that the narrator is saying on different lines in the sub t- subtitles. Mm-hmm. The subtitles are one of my favorite things because you can add, use them to add so many layers to jokes and it, it's gorgeous. And that one just goes, she is talking to a fountain. So so perplexing. But that's so that good. moment in the movie where she's like her Emma's emote in that moment was mm-hmm. just I I could watch that scene over and over and over again just to watch how much she's, mm-hmm. you know, acting in that. It was, it was really good. Just yeah. Good. She does yeah. some good eyeballing. She does. Um the uh da, 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 where was it? Yeah, the, the sin was uh, attempting to create a nuanced villain. Um, but it comes across as being as fake as Emma Thompson's accent. I was nearly the guy in the YouTube comments that was like, um, actually, she's English. Because I was just like, twitch, twitch, twitch. Don't, that doesn't don't, always don't matter, though. Like, Reese Witherspoon is from the South, but she has one of the worst Southern accents on film I have <laughs> ever heard. It's insane. She has a fantastic English accent. Like, it's a very specific yeah, region no, of I London gotcha. that she does. It, yeah, she's no, very, very but, good. Yeah, but she wasn't doing anything other than talking like herself, was she? I mean, she wasn't. Was she doing a different type of accent? I don't. No, 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 not at I all. thought she was no, just no, no. speaking. Yeah, I thought she no, was she just. That was my normally. interpretation. That's the joke. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the joke. But it's yeah, it still made me twitch because like, eh, she's mine. She's English. Not that that <laughs> she's matters. She's mine. She's mine. Yep. Hey, look. Um, I, yeah, no. Emma Thompson's awesome. So yeah, no, she's great. That could, um, I wanted to clarify something. Nobody in 1970s England was required to wash their hands. That law didn't come into effect until 2019. Incorrect. It still is not a law. <laughs> so. <laughs> We still do not wash our hands. Aaron, I'm touching all of your things. Uh, <laughs> well, it doesn't mean you don't wash your hands. It just means you're not required to. 
Thank you, Jonathan. Well, and if I'm not required to, why, why well, would that's I do fair. it? That's totally fair. Uh, and the last one I had was, um, yeah, playing the pronoun game and it working, but still sinning it because of the oath. Now, this opened the door to the oath. Now, I don't remember taking an oath, but I think we need a cinema sins oath that we all live by and we have up on a wall somewhere, even if it's just piss off Dicer, just we need a, we need a cinema sins oath and i i like that peek into the 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 law of cinema sins that there is an oath out there that nobody knows about apart you from know that's really fun the christmas is coming up you should have something like crafted like a tablet like, like a really massive massive like uh-huh. marble tablet of yeah there's also been sins that reference like our sin bible for example yeah, uh-huh. where we kind of reference our sins manual mm-hmm. so yeah. i love yeah. it we need one mm-hmm. it's great um, you know, we, we don't need one. We have one. Oh, no, we have one. We use it we every have, day. We have yeah, so many. Yeah, Tomes. I, Tomes. Yeah, we definitely have one. Tons of Tomes. Ian, that was like your first job. So you, we have one, right? Because you created one, right? Yeah, yeah, I made it. Yeah, no one uses it, but never mind. It's <laughs> <laughs> just sat on the desk gathering dust. Um, <laughs> right, let's move on to Boss Baby if we absolutely nah. have to. Yeah. Skip. Skip. So this was a Watkins share um, script. Uh, Mr. Watkins, in embellish us with your love for yeah, this film. Yeah, uh, well, the original Boss Baby uh, was my second script, uh, like my second oh, nice. sense script. Uh, I did Annabelle, and then I did Boss Baby, and uh, Barrett and I did that together. And Chris, typically with like franchises, he'll he'll try to at least keep the same people on the sequels if yeah, that's a possibility. You can get some running jokes, can't you? Yeah, exactly. Although I didn't, I, I mean, I guess I did remember, I unfortunately, my daughter loved Boss Baby, the first one, and she was like at that right age. I remember like that was even like the first time she saw the trailer, she started asking me every day when Boss Baby was going to come out. So I, oh, and no. it was like a year later or something. So that got Reason 417 yeah. why I do not have children. <laughs> Oh, it's adorable. Um, but uh, anyways, so but uh, she was she was too old. I mean, not too old, but she just she had no interest in Boss Baby 2. That's why I think it's weird when they do these sequels to animated films like so many years later, because it's like mm. I know some of it is you have to actually make the movie and that takes a minute. But like, yeah, I don't know. The audience is going to be you would yeah. think too old or maybe you're, they expect to double the audience maybe. by getting yeah, new I don't know. kids and the older ones but and uh, yeah, I, I guess we'll know. never know how this would have done because I think it was a uh, it was a day and date thing I think it was on Paramount Plus or something and then it was also oh, was in it? theater oh, yeah. no, but uh, but I didn't see it until we send it so uh, this was my first and only time to watch it well I watched it a couple times I guess for sending it but uh, it's terrible mm-hmm. it's uh, it actually made me appreciate the first one a little more because I, I didn't hate the first one <laughs> oh, no I didn't hate it but like it wasn't mm. that good. It was just a lot of, you know, toilet humor and stuff. And I just, I don't know, wasn't that funny to me. But this one was just so ridiculous. Uh, so it was a lot of fun to send. Um, I loved the sin of all the questions I have about this movie. The most unexpectedly pressing is why they had to make the super baby a ninja. <laughs> um, I also love we send the fact that like no adult likes reports anything about these two this these two toddlers like going through a downtown yeah, area and, stuff. and that's like this whole movie's like that like just it's like adults just are which i guess the first one kind of played with this but it's like it's so over the top in this one i guess because it's a sequel it it's more it gets on your nerves more because it's just like mm. this is ridiculous like no one notices anything going on um and then uh decapitating frosty it's hard to say happy birthday with no head so that was that was fun love it (laughs) that was so harsh um danae you're up oh my gosh um 
several of them were ones that I mentioned. I've never seen these shows, these movies before. I don't have a desire to watch them, so we're just going to skip over any of my thoughts on the production of this <laughs> you're stuff. Not gonna, you're hoping Iris just never hears about them? There's Please. so many things I'm hoping Iris doesn't hear anything about. We went to a theme park um, over the week, uh, the, and this week, and um, there's this entire store that's dedicated to kind of like play-up dress clothes. And I went into the door where uh, there were um, like wizard costumes mm-hmm. and pirate costumes um there was this cloak that had a dragon's head that would sit on top of the kid's head and then like a cloak that sort of wrapped mm-hmm. around for the bottom i was so into that and then you transition into the next room and on the opposite side of the building where you can also enter from is like this princess emporium yeah. and i just stopped at that part and i'm looking <laughs> at just rows of like pleated dresses Mm -hmm. and tutus and crowns and glitter and i'm like god i know we don't talk much these days (laughs) but i need you right now (laughs) that that doesn't continue for very like my daughter was really into dressing up as the disney like she like dressed up like as you know bell bell was her favorite and stuff and then Mm -hmm. we did uh and rapunzel rapunzel and bell and we actually did the bibbity bobbity boutique for her like fifth birthday, and she did a she got to dress up as uh, I think she did Rapunzel, and um, nice. you know, and it was cute and it was fun, uh, but yeah, she grew I out of it quickly. You know, now she's not doing that now. I'm not going to shame any kid or parent for the princess thing. Once again, we've done this before, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. I have princess issues, I know, mm-hmm. and so now it's Iris. So if Iris wants to get into princess stuff then she's gonna get into princess stuff. Yeah. it's just it's not something that we show her she watches yeah, I hear you. nature cat and octonauts and so like it just she was talking to her friend uh she, so iris is like four and a half she's just a little over four and a half years old and she was on the couch at child care because she goes to like an in-home child care and she's on the couch and she's talking to her other like four and a half year old buddy and she's explained to her that she wishes that her friend was nocturnal she says i wish we were nocturnal (laughs) so that we could stay up together and play through the night this is the kind of stuff i'm like yes let's be nocturnal let's wear like dragon costumes and pirate stuff and we can pretend sword fight and talk about science and how it doesn't make sense that santa claus is santa claus because he's not actually real and all this stuff like i want to be i want to be that and i just feel like right on the verge of just this looming thing. So if Boss Babies is going to introduce things to her that like are interesting and fun, I don't care. Like, that's fine. It's probably like a minion situation or just like a yeah, silly a show comparison. that you watch. Um, I just don't want to have to explain to her how her entire life isn't defined by whether or not she has a husband. That's, oh, yeah. which is ultimately no. the point of every yeah. Disney please, princess film. I'm with you 100%. Mm-hmm. I have no interest in Disney princess. I, I, and I, and I, and, and you're also into D&D and stuff. So it makes sense that you would want her to dress up oh, like yeah. as a wizard or something. Like I would have yeah, loved yeah, if yeah. my daughter dressed up as Ghostbusters or like <laughs> Heck yeah. or Chucky Let's or whatever. <laughs> Chucky, oh my yeah, goodness. Can you imagine? Man, perfect little movie. kids dress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you seen little Ooh. kids dress up as Chucky? It is adorable. No, I now do not want to. It's I'm adorable. Not that. It is I love adorable. it. Oh my God. God. Parents like around Halloween, you'll see parents tweeting stuff like that. It's, oh, I love oh my it. gosh! Yeah, like Iris this year, she wanted to be a dinosaur. That's awesome. And so I Perfect. put on a I put on a sweater that has that was knit. We just happened to have a sweater I just had purchased that the knit pattern 
looked a little bit like scales and it was a oh, green sweater it had like fur around the edges nice. and then she picked out stuff that she'd already crafted and, and we had another costume she she had like a superhero yeah. kind of thing that we had and she had options but you know if if we had princess stuff around she would like it because that's kind of how you know kids operate um but yeah no uh mm-hmm. I, I haven't experienced the boss baby thing we probably i mean who knows we'll see there's going to be so many more movies that come out for kids between now and then i'm It'll not happen. sure if we're going to go back into to the archives of what's existing already but we might you never know um some of the sins i really liked was the why the fucking fuck shit novel <laughs> fuck t- <laughs> cock fuck, i think uh, just that whole like series um this is the kind of sin where i want to listen to jeremy's original audio so mm-hmm. badly because i wonder if he just cracks up i wonder if he can just like snap his fingers and just nail it like it's just a it's one of those that stands out to me mentos Sending Mentos mm-hmm. that hurt my soul because I like Mentos a whole bunch. Um, I don't know that but, I, I, I don't hate them. I just thought it was a funny thing to write. It's funny. It was great. <laughs> We're gonna, I'll be covering that commercial next week. Oh yeah, cool. It's <laughs> amazing. A uh, little pe- sneak peek into the future. Um, also, I I like the sin that was essentially saying like I uh, the, the narrator is sort of expressing. I think I've sinned this movie a hundred times before, and just sort of mm-hmm. succinctly yeah presenting the style of movie that this is and how it's just so paint by numbers, but saying it in a unique way. Um, I thought that was really fun too. Um, and yeah. also Tim is dead kids. Tim is dead. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I am. Um, yeah. I'm not going to go into boss baby. I have no interest in seeing it. I'm not the target audience, but I do wish that they would make these movies for me as well. In case I do have kids and have to suffer through it. It seems like from the sins video, they try to make some references to keep adults entertained as well, but they were, kind of slapped in there and not very good so it's like an attempt to nod at the adults but not done very well um so that's all i have to say about that and other than is gandalf behind this is that wizard toy the reason that they all get turned into babies no jonathan no no it's a formula so what's he doing uh, they never talk? really explain that. He just kind of Good. is sentient, and they and if I because I think I even had a sin about that that we cut, but I, I there wasn't yeah even in the first one he's just he's just sentient. I don't. He's sent- just there. I yeah. do, I don't. Yeah. yeah it doesn't make I any sense. That he was the one that did the wizarding. But no, it's no, no, no. It's uh, it, no. It's like there's this whole like corporation called Baby Corp. They don't go into it as mm-hmm. much in this one. They show like a little scene, and we might not have sent that much there, but uh, they uh, they drink this formula that keeps them. Uh, as babies right. and but it also yeah. gives them like the intelligence and stuff but they get more inspired because they're babies it's just a magical I, formula that cr- makes cool. them I don't, yeah i don't like it um so tons of tense times treating toddlers to a tableau of titty twisting tots <laughs> that was good <laughs> fantastic and i'm so glad i don't have to watch that scene ever again that who put that to somebody had to animate that shit like someone sat there and did that i was like yep this is gonna be great Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna tweak some nipples and no one said no yeah no one vetoed that at all i thought yep no not gonna cut that um uh the uh yeah no i loved all of this script it was so good um but the other one was teaching babies to code apple plans for offshore production facilities somehow makes it Hey, where did all these lawyers come from? <laughs> I love the idea that the narrator just like gets swamped by lawyers. And the way, like, if I was delivering that, it would have been, hey, where did all of these lawyers come from? But Jeremy's delivery is so casual. Like, hey, where's all the lawyers come from? So casual. I love it. Yeah, great sins video. Um, cool. That's it. Shall we move into keeping tabs? 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hey, podcast peeps, it's me again. Um, those are my dogs. Those are my. Uh, every time I, I talk. Wow. Uh, is this how Aaron feels when we're. Okay, we're going to try this. I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash BTS. So go fill it out. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is the most public year of my many humiliations. Um, this is where we'll talk about some of our favourite experiences from putting together last week's content. Um, I'll start because I have something extremely boring to talk about. So with the like multi-universe thing in Rick and Morty, the the you can tell that the math really bugged me on how likely everything was to happen. And it reminded me of the Drake equation. And I wanted to write a sin involving the Drake equation, which is basically how likely is it that there is life in the universe? And this chap called Drake put together a formula, which is... I didn't That'd write be it hilarious down. if it was, like, Drake. Like... <laughs> <laughs> if the formula was Drake? Yeah, like the Canadian uh, uh, hip-hop R&B star, whatever. I guess hip-hop oh, star. On, on the side, this is what he did in the past. Yeah. No, this is yeah. a little bit older, but it's like N equals R plus FP plus F. And then they all have... Um, a different meaning so it's like how many civilizations do you think there could be so you'd have to work out how many stars there are how long it takes them to get to cooked enough the fraction of those stars that have planets how likely it would be for that planet to have life um, and all of this stuff could happen and it's like one in a quadrillion billion but it's still possible and but we have three planets that are doing exactly the same thing um i couldn't work that into a sin but i spent so much time on it that i was like what am i doing here was i why am I in this tab? Was I writing a script? And I got lost. <laughs> How long like, have I been in this black hole? <laughs> How long have I been Where on Google I? doing this? I was like, I'll go get a cup of tea, make some lunch. Oh, shit, I was writing a script. I need to go do that. <laughs> <laughs> what year is it? What's uh, he building in there? While you are doing that, I just found a website that's Drake Equation Calculator. Yes, you can plug some numbers in. Yeah, and so then it says, you, and then it gives you a number of communicative civilizations. Exactly. So if you say like the rate of formation of suitable stars in our galaxy, if it was six per year, yeah, okay, okay. the percentage of those stars that have planets, let's say all six of them do. Okay. Um, the number of Earths, let's say two. 
Okay. Uh, the percentage of those planets where life develops, let's keep that at two as well. Okay. Um, the fraction of sites with intelligent life, that'll be one, okay. for example, because it gets less <laughs> and less the, likely. Shouldn't the second thing be Fra- 100, though? Did you say 100%? Uh, no, it can be anything. Oh, okay. It can literally be anything. Um, fraction percentage of the planets where technology develops, keep that at 1% because it's quite unlikely. Lifetime of communicating, and then... Can I just do 0.5%? So, yeah, go for it. Okay, And then okay. the bottom one, stick at like 0.5% as well. Okay, uh, and, and then, then you calculate. Did- yeah, Not you bad. broke it. Great, I broke it. So yeah, basically it's it's unlikely. But you plug all of that data in and it will tell you how many aliens should be out there and whether we would be able to communicate with them. Whoa. But yeah, it's interesting. It's good stuff. There is good a great shit. book about it called Thoughts on the Drake Equation or something. I would recommend reading it. Uh, Jonathan, what was your beyond the sins? Well, considering you wrote on everything. I, no, keeping tabs because you wrote on everything. I googled... Um, I was trying to find out where the beef was. No, um, <laughs> did no, you find I did it? do like an in invincible when they were at Mount Rushmore. I did do some like research on Mount Rushmore because I was just I don't know I was just looking up some stuff, uh, which actually ended up serving me really well. I'll, I'll explain that in a second. But uh, I did find out I wrote a sin in there about there's no lava close to the surface of of Mount Rushmore, <laughs> so that was good to find that out. And uh, I could that was the sin I ended up using. The other things I saw that I thought about, I didn't know if I was going to write a sin about them, but just I just uh, so Gutsum Borglum was the guy who like created it. I guess he was like the head creator and. Uh, it was interesting because I found out he wanted Teddy Roosevelt on there because uh, to rep- it was representing his conservation efforts and building the Panama okay. Canal. That's why Roosevelt uh, was going to be on there. But almost everyone else involved wanted Woodrow Wilson because of uh, oh, he was leading the U.S. during World War One. But uh, and I, I didn't know that. A lot of people are going to be listening to this going like, "Oh yeah, of course, that's everybody knows that." And I'm like, I didn't know that. So. Yeah, I guess I'm not a good benchmark because there's no reason for me to know yeah. that. Yeah, and in 1937, there was a campaign to add Susan B. Anthony, but they claimed that they didn't have enough money to add a fifth person. So it's all dudes. You didn't. Oh, that's crazy. That's why you didn't get a woman because there wasn't enough money. Sorry. Well, and also no female presidents. Did they have to be a president? I mean, they all are, but I don't know that that right. was a requirement. Susan B. Anthony, you know, obviously a very big women's rights activist. Uh, so there was a there was a thing that people wanted her up there, but it was the 30s, and you know men were mean. No, I don't know why they just they just, no, they did run right, out of money. Like Mount wrong. Rushmore almost didn't happen because uh, they they ran out of money. Uh, it is an odd thing, regardless. Yeah, and then I just thought it was funny that the Mount Rushmore is named after an attorney. <laughs> that was it's <laughs> Charles Rushmore. That's who it's named after because he like donated money first. Like he became one of the first private people to like money. donate money. Um, yeah. and though, and then I, what I also thought was interesting, I couldn't write a sin about this cause that would have been awful, but even though it was very dangerous to build it, uh, none of the workers died. So that was pretty impressive, Yay. but <laughs> oh, a no. lot of the workers inhaled silica dust. <laughs> Oh, and that, no. I don't, I'm not laughing, but uh, they died eventually. They did. Okay. Earlier, I laughed about a guy yeah. getting by a whale. They died. It was mm-hmm. a lung you disease. A lot of them got a lung disease oh, called silica no. silicosis, and they died from that. Yeah. So, so Man, we are terrible. So it wasn't immediate fatality. No, it was no. great. Yeah. Like no Perfect. one fell. No one fell. What was cool about learning all this information was last night, just randomly, my daughter had an assignment for social studies, and it was this whole thing on Mount Rushmore. And I was like, just like saying this God. stuff to her. She's like, how do you know so much about him? Like, I just remember stuff. You know, I, I learned about yeah, it I'm in just really school. Smart. Not, not that I just looked at it like three weeks ago or whatever. Yeah. So no, that made I was me writing look, a video. I was like the intelligent father for a night. So that was fun. That must have been nice. Yep. 
Amazing. <laughs> Danae, Danae, what did you... What, where are we? Oh, my Keeping gosh. Keeping tabs. What uh, have you got? So I'm going to talk about a sin that I... Uh, that got cut for my keeping tabs, but I also wanted to say that I just checked my text messages and um, my husband, like an hour, almost like an hour ago, he sent me this message that I just ran upstairs because you scared me. You screamed. And then when I got upstairs, you said, Ian, start the show. <laughs> and then started talking about hot rolls. So I guess I... T- <laughs> Oh, no. I guess I scared him quite a lot. So, oopsie. Anyway, um, this uh, during Cruella, I really wanted to send this idea that young Cruella, when she's in that, you know, like the private school and she's doing all the jacket work, um, with, you know, making herself unique and have fashion and everything. There's this jacket that she keeps wearing. And it's mm-hmm. I, what I love about it is that the fashion keeps changing. Like you can see the evolution of her becoming more and more of a fashion person and adding new mm. things onto her jacket. She's got these really interesting um, uh, drawings on the interior. So she takes her jacket, which is like maroon on the outside, and then it's lined in sort of like a uh, striped, some sort of striped material. And so when she turns it inside out, it's the striped material then on the outside, and she takes a like a a marker or something and just draws on it and writes like rebellious things and creates fashion. And on the lapel, she starts to add buttons and pins and just really pimps it up. But the thing that bothered me was that when it was maroon on the outside, she still had the same lapel Mm -hmm. with the exact same buttons and the exact same pins, which can't is not possible if you're just turning your jacket inside out, unless she has the exact same thing on opposite sides (laughs) and she turns it inside out or she actually takes it apart and re-sews it together every day she wants to change her jacket or no. she has two jackets in which case she has the exact same buttons and the exact same pins and so i really went in on this sin and it was ultimately cut but it was one of the things that i was most huh. bothered by because i just couldn't stop thinking about how it was impossible that it would be that perfect despite the really fun you know rebellious kid you know punching yeah. people in 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 wildly what she does yeah so it was just wildly impractical oh, yeah and well i'm glad you got to vent about it here and it has seen the light of day there's not a wasted it's scene. not a wasted and none of them are wasted <laughs> so let's go into the comment section I what you're i appreciate your honesty you're a real straight shooter you are the ones who are the ball lickers We'll each pick a comment from last week's content uh, from the various places you reach out, Discord, YouTube, Reddit, etc. Um, I'm going to start because I have a little mini segment that I'm going to do called Welcome to Cinema Sins. You must be new here. Man, you, yeah, you, it, it's going to be interesting to see at what episode you just don't care anymore what people say. Because <laughs> at no, some point you, you're just like, ah, whatever. Aaron doesn't. Aaron still cares. He loves this stuff. Um, For me, there was just a couple that was like, you've missed the point of the joke like completely. So one of them was, um, it was talking about, um, I think it was Corella. And the, the, um, the comment said, wait, driving on the left side of the road, a sin? The story takes place in the UK and they drive on the left, not the right. And the sin was driving on the other side of the road. I was like, well, no, we, we know that. That's the joke. Like, we know that's driving that on the wrong the side of the road. That's why we're, we're sinning ourselves in that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. So welcome to Sin of Sins. You must be new here. And the other one was, would you apply the same robot being named Robot Sin to a cyborg being called Cyborg, a Superman being called Superman, or Green Lantern Corps member being called Green Lantern. Superman yes, is not a would. thing. <laughs> like, that's not like a, 
Like, there's not like a, a thing out man. there called Super. A su- is there? Am I wrong? Like, I don't. Think- well, there's a hero called Superman. Yeah, but I'm saying, but there's not like a there's not like a line of something being produced. No, but called think, Supermans. <laughs> yeah, they, they thought that we were sinning. There's the a line of literal, yeah. <laughs> no, please, no. Gosh, no. But also, it's like, yeah, no, we absolutely would sin that though. Like, we would. Oh, yeah, you're called Superman because you're super. That, that's 100% what we would do. We have an issue with all of those things. Um, so yeah, that was that was glorious. Um, and I have some nitpicking the nitpickers of the nitpickers, but we'll do that very last. Danae, do you have anything from the comment? Um, for me, there's a couple on Cruella that I thought were fun. I'm not going to read them because they're kind of juicy and chunky. So I'll just give you the succinct version. One was in response to the dog washing. So there's a scene whenever the Dalmatians are going to the dog washers. And this gives Horace, Jasper, and Cruella a chance to take and steal the Dalmatians so that they can take them back and go through their poop to find this necklace over the course of however long it takes for the dogs to poop out this necklace. And I was really like shocked that they're in the tub with no restraints. These dogs specifically, that they could just jump out of the tub and run. Um, I didn't do like a ton of research on it or anything. It seemed odd to me. Uh, I looked up a little bit like um, tying dogs up during grooming because they, mm-hmm. when they're groomed, they're, you know, chained or yeah. tied or whatever to the table so that they don't, you know, fall, hurt themselves and they can stay still. Um, but I guess there are, a lot of dogs will just sit in the bath. Yeah. Without any restraints. Now, this was a spa where the bathtubs look like bathtubs. And when you go to like a dog spa, a lot of them are just like big, deep metal tanks that don't look like five star, obviously. But but um, there was a really nice uh, comment from, I think, let's see, the name was Kohaku Amber 22, who talked about her, his or her experience working in the, or their experience working in a dog groomers and just kind of going into it. But they did a very nice job of not being like, um, actually. So that was kind of an interesting like, oh, I guess this is really a thing. So that was fun. Yeah, um, it was a life experience mm-hmm. thing. The other one that got a comment that I found really fun was so oh, this in this movie, Cruella continues to make more and more beautiful fashion uh for the baroness and for herself in secret as sort of she has like two personalities essentially and her final dress that she makes for the baroness um is created from all of these cocoons of this moth and the idea is that when the dresses were locked away the moths hatch and ruin all of the clothes but there's a timing factor and when this vault opens up and all these moths come flying out or whatever there's so so many like there's there's thousands of them you know and and i was trying to figure out like do i do condensed math and figure out how many cocoons would likely be on this much fabric (laughs) and you know like kind of do that i decided ultimately just to send the fact that in general all of the moths deciding to as one swarm dramatically fly through this building and out the door and out into you know the the that's a sin in and of itself um and so there's this person that's like uh kind of like giving me crap giving us crap like uh you you missed the point the moths were in there and they do hatch and this and this <laughs> and then there's like three people commenting and like you missed the point and they you did what the you yeah for yeah. me and so that not that we ever go in and correct people nope. but they're like no it's this and it's this and it's this and this is super sinful and i'm like you see me so i really nice. i really enjoyed that comment nice. specifically because it was quite ridiculous although a really really cool scene and that dress was like mm. holy shit so pretty yeah. so so pretty 
It's nice when the YouTube comments are correct like that. I know. That's nice. It's good. It's like you see uh, You understand. Nathan? Um, yeah, the, uh, on the, where's the beef commercial I did, uh, the last, I think it was the last son. It was pretty close to the last set. If it was a lesson where I said something about, you might not be asking, where's the beef. You might be asking, where's the bathroom after you've like downed a, a meal at Wendy's basically. And then yeah. Oversoul gaming commented on it and said, look, sometimes you have to hide the toilet paper from your guests because some people are what's known as a water when it comes to wiping and the amount of toilet paper used. So, uh, um, if you're ever at Oversoul gaming's oh, house. Nice. You might not have uh-huh. any toilet paper. I'm sorry. Interesting. Party at Oversouls. Um, we'll do, we're just going to do the one nitpicking the nitpickers of the nitpickers. Um, so let's get you to weigh in on this. What do you think? Um, the phone thing in Rick and Morty, apparently, kind of makes sense. Technically, that universe would likely also have a summer with a phone and a phone plan. I would imagine her phone was just connecting to that phone plan, which wouldn't be a 100% chance, but it would be impossible versus when Summer got a phone and signed up for the service. So the idea is that it's using the same technology and the cell phone towers would just pick up Summer's phone, no. the new phone. I think that's a no as well, because I don't think i think that would break the system it picking up two cell phones the same i don't think because how do we know that this summer even has the same cell phone as well so i think that's probably probably red what do you guys think yeah i think it's a red i think it's funny that like i don't know this started like a month ago and ian and aaron just kind of started doing this and then i i I didn't even get the green red thing at first like like we like (laughs) did we did i miss a meeting and Aaron and Ian are just yeah, like what? saying green and red, like that's common. <laughs> like that's common. What is happening right now? I've I been think, gone uh, too long. <laughs> I think we, for, me and Aaron, forget that we actually we speak telepathically, and yeah. that may not be the case for no, everyone. No, we kind of do this thing. It's like called nitpicking the nitpickers, where we just pick a, like Aaron. Usually, Aaron will pick a couple of things, like comments out that are like nitpicking us. And then basically we give it a red or green light. Like we give it a green. I see if they're right. Yeah, sometimes like, they do have a good. Yeah, point. Yeah, that's a good point. Red. Nah, I don't think you're right. But I think Danae's checked out of that one. So yeah. let's I go would say to Beyond though, for the sure. Sins. No, I agree. I agree. Purple. Um, purple. Good. So it's time for Beyond the Sins. To infinity and beyond. Somewhere beyond my wild history. To boldly go where no man has gone before. We chat about something else from the pop culture world that you've seen recently. Janae, is there anything you would like to talk about? Um, I think I'm going to actually just plug something cool. here for yeah. uh, people who like Twitch and Dungeons and Dragons. I'm guesting on a show um, on the Twitch channel called Infinite RP. Make sure you spell infinite correctly. Uh, mm-hmm. Not that I have any personal experience in not spelling it correctly. Oops. But um, there's a really fun campaign going on and I just guest spotted on this week's episode so as this airs for bts it would have been last week's episode so you can watch the fod um we go live on thursdays at seven central um and so it's i'll I'll be in like a little mini arc and essentially my character is this chaotic neutral druid i've never played a druid in DD before so this is really interesting and it's in this love lovecraftian horror sort of universe um where there's these like monstrosities and i i I get the feeling that's going to be pretty descriptive and grotesque at times but at the same time what i experienced in my first game seemed really like just normal DD. but um there are um, um, essentially there are these things called warp stones and as you get closer to them you have to roll on this table and bad things can happen to you like you can grow extra arms and eyes 
you, you can like your tongue can go really big. Uh, there's all these like things that will happen to you just slowly turning you into this horror essentially um and so there's like these dangers afoot and my character has been living in like a little safety bubble inside of this really horror filled uh like city for a very very long time and these adventure has have come across essentially her habitat like where she's been living in the swamp and they need something from her and she needs something from them and so it's going to be fun because uh, uh my character probably comes across like a really sweet sort of person but um she's a bit bonky and so uh i i get to kind of hold my cards close to my chest and I planted a lot of seeds in the first uh, time that I played with them. And hopefully that'll be kind of fun to see um, playing out over the next few weeks of my guest appearance. Um, and so anyway, the Twitch channel is called Infinite RP underscore at the end. Infinite RP underscore. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy the channel. They actually do a lot of content on the channel. So if you um, if you like looking at tabletop games or watching people um, kind of do regular gaming. There's a uh, content there for you. Specifically, the one that we're doing is called The Lost City of Vedranus. And my appearance is on episode 25. So Yeah, it's good stuff. I managed to catch a bit of it. I haven't watched the whole thing yet, but it's a lot of fun. Danae is glorious at, at RP <laughs> and D&D and we love her. Thank uh, you. Jonathan. Yeah, so I watched uh, the movie that is new to Netflix this week. So I guess it'll be like a week old. I think it. I think it came out on the first. I know it did because this one I watched it. Uh, called Power of the Dog, and I think this is kind of ah, being looked at as Beatty. Yeah, it's very Oscar Beatty. Like it, I know people are talking a lot about the performances, that sounds like Benedict Cumberbatch Sorry. and uh, Jesse Plemons. Both are getting a lot of attention. Um, I would argue yeah. that um, the uh, God, who's the kid in it? It's um, I do not know, but I know that Aaron liked it. Yeah, it's uh, it. Cody Smith McPhee, and then Kirsten Dunst is also in it. She's very good. Uh, mm. The acting in this is top notch. It's a really interesting movie. Like I, I didn't really know. I didn't really know where it was going. It's it's a western. Um, but it's not like a, not like a, like it's, uh, it's more of a meditative Western, I guess. It's not like a shoot 'em up, you know, it's these, uh, uh, Jesse Plemons and, um, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch play brothers who are, uh, they basically, they run their, I think their, I don't know. I don't it's, I guess it's not their family. I don't know if it's their family's company or if they just, I, I can't remember, but they run this, uh, they run this herding company and, um, they've been very successful and, uh, uh, Jesse Plemons ends up meeting this woman played by Kirsten Dunst, who has a son played by Cody Smith McPhee, and they fall in love. And this doesn't really set well with Benedict Cumberbatch. And then, like you know, there's a lot of drama and suspense, and things kind of unfold in a way that I wasn't expecting. There's a couple times where I thought I knew where it was going, and then it surprised me and it went in a completely different direction. Um, I liked it quite a bit the first time I watched it. I, I, now that I've had it kind of in my noggin for the last couple of days, I think I like it even more just thinking about it. Oh, nice. It's also, it's Jane, it's Jane Campion's first film since 2009 that she's directed. Uh, oh, wow. So she she did do that Top of the Lake TV series, but she hadn't done a, a movie since 2009. So it's really cool to have her back. And she it's she hasn't missed a beat. She's, uh, she's still a really strong director. 
so yeah, no, I I really really liked it, especially since it's on Netflix and it's very easy to watch. It's a very easy yeah. recommend. Uh, you don't have to leave your home. You just have to have a uh, Netflix subscription or nice. uh, a friend that does maybe. But you <laughs> access Netflix will come. <laughs> you have to have access to Netflix. Uh, it's Jonathan that does it. I I pay all my bills. No, it's really good. It's really good though. I think uh, it deserves. It's. I'm sure we're going to be hearing more about it come award season. So yeah, it's totally no, worth it. It definitely has some buzz. I need to watch it definitely before the year ends. Um, I'm going to very briefly talk about House of Gucky, and I'm just not too. <laughs> Yeah, House of Gucci. So me and Mr. Dicer watched this, or Mr. Dicer and I watched this last night. Um, I, it kind of went exactly as I expected it to. I loved Adam Driver. I loved Lady Gaga. Um, I thought they were fantastic. They're just hypnotizing to watch. Great performances. Mm-hmm. Jared Leto is acting in a film that is totally different to what anyone else is acting in. I don't know where he is, but he didn't show up to the same film everyone else did. Um, he's doing something. Uh, the first hour, I loved it. The second 14 hours um, was extremely <laughs> dragging. It meanders. It just decides, I'm going to put all of the good writing and all of the stuff that captivates you into the first hour, and now that I've got your your mind and you're going to suffer. And it just decides to meander down this path of misery and what the hell am I watching for the rest of it. So I'm not going to say don't watch it just go in expecting that because i think it's worth watching lady gaga it's worth watching adam driver i'm sure it i'm sure it looks great too right i mean it's ridley scott yeah beautiful it looks great but i don't know what ridley scott was on when he made this film um but jared jared leto definitely supplied it to him i think the one thing i've learned Um, in the last few months about ridley scott based on what i've seen in articles interviews with him he doesn't give a fuck about anything. I, I think he's and, at a stage where he just is fine. doing whatever the hell he yeah. wants, which is great. More power yeah. to you, but you, that is a film I I'm not going to get that time back. Um, <laughs> interesting story. Interesting story. I just wish you'd done it in 90 minutes. But there we go. Um, so that is House of Gucci, which is out in theaters. Um, power of the Dog, which is on Netflix, and Infinite RP with an underscore on Twitch to watch our very own Danae. Do some druid things. I N I F I N I T E R P underscore. Boom. Right. Um, that's that's sixteen do- points for you. Congratulations. Yay! Right. Hi, that's going to do it for behind oh. this. No, oh, it's not on. because we got a puppy. On, Bring Debbie. it on. on. Woof. Puppies. He wants okay, to say. Will- he wants to say goodbye oh. to everybody in the podcast. Okay, podcast listeners. Here's my dog. Woof. Did you hear him lick? He licked. That was a he very goes- loud lick. Yeah. 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 Anyhow, yeah. Okay, go ahead, Ian. Sorry. As we, as we end the show as we began with chaos. Um, that's going to do it for behind the scenes this week. Don't forget to make sure you are subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. Got anything you want to send us? Mail it to PO Box eight eight one Republic Missouri six five seven three eight. Hang out with us on Twitter at Witsind. Oh wait, that's me. W H I T T S I N N E D at Danae says D E N E S O S. And at Sam Loomis 13. So for Danae Hughes, Jonathan Watkins, an over application of Honey Mustard, <laughs> and myself, we will see you next week. Happy National Llama Day. Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to bts at cinemasins.com and be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com slash bts.
There was this time where stand-up comics thought they could do music videos. It was really weird. Like Sam Kennison did a cover of Wild Things. Wait, did you just say who is Dennis Leary? Yeah. I don't know who, I'm sorry. Well, it's he's uh, he might be more of an American yeah. comedian. He's not that funny, actually. He's in a bunch of movies, though. Like, he's I in a ton of movies. Let me have a look. I'm going to Google him. He's in The Ref. I haven't seen that. Uh, he's in Demolition Man. Okay. Oh, He's I like know. the leader of the underground people in Demolition yeah, Man. Yeah, he's Discount Willem Dafoe. Yes, but he's like a he's a he was a really popular stand up comic in like the 80s oh, really? and probably 90s. Um, Mostly he did like political rants and stuff. Right. Yeah, no, I know. And he did this. He did this song called "I'm an Asshole." Right. And basically, it was just him doing like rants, and then he would go, "I'm an asshole. He's an asshole. I'm an asshole." Nice. And uh, we were. I wrote a thing where you were calling the narrator an asshole, and then we would cut to Dennis Leary or Aaron can sing it if he wants. I gave both options. That makes sense. Oh yeah. What I do like is that Google still brags about its search results. About 10,700,000 results in 0.85 seconds. I know how Google and search engines work. I am not impressed by your flex. Is your is your mask like too big and you had to fold it down? Oh, cuz it looks like it looks like there's a flap so like you could pull it up and cover your eyes if you wanted to. Going to heist mode, it's actually got two eye holes there as well. <laughs> Hi hold silver. Away. Anyone else hear us in the airport cuz I I really want to <laughs> yell this man has a gun. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that's why I asked first. <laughs> yeah, but you also said it. Still... Yeah, I know. Hey, I'm, an I say this I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. He's an asshole. <laughs> I don't know. Aaron's completely like frozen, so I don't even know what he's doing. I just, I love the, the fact that he has no control over this. Like, he may be trying to turn it down and he can't. Look at the gubby. He's just been loving on me all day. Look at the gubby doggy. Oh, everyone. Because he knows as soon as I come over, he has to do some barking and run away. That's right. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, my dog hates Ian, so that's exciting. Absolutely hates You know me. what I just realized? I was just, Danae, I'm just going to tell you because I don't want to go back in and make the note because I already closed Slack. But um, on that, I commented on that thing you asked about Dennis Leary. That's actually a, vid- a music video that we're, co- we're referencing. But I, the link is in Aaron's column. Like in the narrator column, mm. if you're interested in checking out what the hell I'm talking about. As, nope. I will like... But we're not calling Dennis Leary an asshole. That's not, we're calling the narrator an asshole, and we're just using the Dennis Leary song. It seemed like you're calling Dennis Leary an asshole. So maybe I just misread no. it. Maybe we should say... Oh, you know what? We could change it to much like Dennis Leary says, because I think Aaron's going to sing it. So yeah. if we change it to says, that at least gives us an idea. So Yeah, much like Dennis will, Leary makes it seem like... No, I, I know, yeah. no, I know, I, I, I'm hearing and that now. And we don't now, usually send people that, like, it's like, whoa, what well, are we saying here? Like, that's a big... No, no, yeah, you're right. No, we don't want to be, like, we don't want that to come off me. Yeah. No, we just need says. We just need says Well, I figured there. it was either, like, a reference and... where, like, everybody knows yeah. this person is a total, complete asshole, so I'm missing something, I mean, which is possible. Ian didn't know who Dennis Leary well, was. I don't so, know I mean, who Dennis Leary is either. Oh. You would, if you, if you looked him up, you would. He was a he was a stand up comic and that he was really but he's still around. But you're American today, so you have to know yeah, all of these know, things. You should know all of it. If there's one no, American, no, no, I'm saying you like might not I recognize the, the name. I'm saying if you look him know, up, you'll be like, "Oh, it's me. that guy." I was taking a yeah. dig at, at Ian. Oh, yeah. I, I think that all Americans that guy who used know to smoke cigarettes on MTV and talk about how he hated mailmen and stuff. No idea who he is. I don't know who Melman is. This is great. Melman, like mailmen, like people oh, that mailman. deliver <laughs> shit to you. you. Melman. What the hell? <laughs> Melman. 
I am using another man. You mean Spider-Man? What, Spider-Man. What's a Melman? Spider-Man. Joe Spider-Man. Yeah, Joe Spider-Man. I'm using another Jewish? man's headphones. Sorry. Is he a lovely Jewish boy, Joe Spider-Man? <laughs> I'm going to change Denise. my name to Denicer. Oh, I love it. What'd you say, Aaron? I yeah. Yeah. We have a robot in the room. Bye, maybe. I don't. Goodbye. I'm just going to take him off. <laughs> Is he? No, he's gone, gone. Yeah. I just oh, took no, him. I just there. took him off because I was like, I can't That's understand anything he said. That's fair. I'll message him. Which which order do we go in? Do we do the 30 second countdown, then show, or is it 30 second countdown, high chat, and then it's start the show? high chat at the top of the, after the 30 second countdown, and then he officially starts the show. Correct. Okay, got it, got I'm going to make that note really quick. Although, we've basically been talking about stuff we probably can't even play in the outtake, so that's not good. Some of it, yeah. <laughs> If you were watching us live, it would be hilarious. Look yes. at my dog. <laughs> Little. No, I... L- oh, we have another dog. We have another one. Come on. There's two Races, dogs. Are you going to try to come Get up here? Get both of them on. What? <gasps> okay, start the show. Wait, what? Now? <laughs> squick. Squick. There's, there's six minutes. We got squick! six minutes. Squick. Are you ready? I don't know. I'm just, we- I'm just saying. It's okay. fine. It's fine. They just The audience won't <laughs> hey, see no, this. Hey, no. Do not start the they show. They will not see this because it will be done by the time we start... Oh my god, my dogs are in my lap. I don't even see anything because I'm looking at a screen. Engage. Is that what you're going to do? Was that? I've, I've got to work in and engage somewhere. The chat wants me to. What if you just, um, every once in a while, just say it completely out of con, like, con- like just, just totally con- wrong? Do they know that I'm going to be here today? So. Oh, here it is. Um, Maybe. Okay. They somehow guessed that I was CSPN because I said, hello, lovely people. I was like, how do you know it's me? Because they said, hi, Ian. I was like, you said lovely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one says that. Yeah. What? You gave yourself away. They, they, they're they good at reading. They us. are. It's very odd. There are, really they, they are our hyper like fans. So. Mm-hmm. I love oh, it. Oh, look, CJC said, wait, puppies? Sudden Danae? See, mm-hmm. they're very oh, no. smart. They're very, oh, very. I gave it away. Of course you did. It's fine. It's fine. Shoot. Also, say there's pterodactyls. That'll throw them off. Tell the chat that there we have pterodactyls. Remember, Ian, it starts with a P. I got it. It's the rest. It's the actal that's worrying me. Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. Google, how do you spell pterodactyl? Nope. And pterodactyls. Pterodactyls. Oh my gosh. This is ridiculousness. I wish, I wish, let me, I wish I could pan down. Um, I literally can't move my right arm. <laughs> Look. Do you see oh, this, this is like, amazing. You are trapped. Uh, okay, let me... We should really start the show. I, just I like know, this. I'm saying... I'm saying... Zoom out a little bit there. You can see a little bit better. It's glorious. How are they both on you? That chair is tiny. I, I know. <laughs> Ian, I'm stupid. Uh, Dennis Leary is... Uh, he's also in Amazing Spider-Man, your favorite movie. He plays... Yeah, he plays the, the bad guy. He's, no, he he's, doesn't play um, the bad guy. He plays. You're Captain thinking of Willem Dafoe, and yes, no, he, he looks plays exactly Captain, like him. No, he plays Captain Stacy in Amazing yes. Spider-Man. Danae, I just sent you a link so you can see, link so you can see his he picture. He also plays Columbo. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I wish they'd bring Columbo back, but you can't replace Peter Falk. He also plays Peter Falk yes, as Columbo yes. on he's the also spin-off. He plays Jessica Fletcher from Thirty Rock from the Sun. But if you see, nice. if nice. you click that link in the private chat, you will see his picture. I'm not going to click anything on your private chat that sounds dirty that's what he meant oh my god (laughs) (laughs) 
Hearing about it, but I'm still being here. <laughs> Holy shit, you thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, he plays him a stone's dad. Yeah, correct. Yeah. I and appreciate I just couldn't get it past how he looks like. Um, Listen, I, uh, you know. I don't think he looks anything like Willem Dafoe, but sure. You don't know anything about this. Your turb. Uh, your turb? So she says, or, your, your turb. turb. Mm-hmm. Oh no, my I, gosh. Look, look at this. There is so much. I want them look. to stay there for the entire show. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Structural integrity is failing. Look, All hands abandon ship. Look at this. All hands abandon ship. Look at this. It's great. Twix, um, Reese's looks really comfortable. Twix looks freaked out. That's just his but, resting freak face. Yeah, he does that. His, so, his um, fur is so soft. So, okay, so soft. Okay, I'm going to try to get back to the camera now. Scoot, 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 scoot. Don't, don't, don't hit the thing. Mike, left, right, right. Hard to port, hard to port. <laughs> I think you're further back than when you started. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> this is the best. We're ready. We're, I'm ready. This is better if we had an audience. I'm just saying. Let's. Should we do this now? Let's do it. This is going to be. Just show it. Be it's fine because Jonathan, you can st- keep working while this happens. Go on. I'm done. I'm. So I, I was pulling done. my notes up. He's done. Do not dicer. Right. Is it thirty seconds now and then chat? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I got this, Ian. I'll just take over. Oh, are you going to do mm-hmm. it? I'm actually going to host okay. the whole show now. Do it. Okay. Please. Wait, do we actually third... know who's hosting? Because we need to know that. <laughs> but it's 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 Ian. But well, I'm, we're going to find but, out. But no, I'm gonna, we're going to find I'm out. Gonna, I'm going to fuck with do you a little bit. Do you want to send you my notes? Uh, just just go ahead and hit the 30 sec. Real quick, though. Aaron asked me if Ian could host it, but he did it like all nervous. like And like after, like, I, I, I don't know. You guys got to quit being like nervous. Uh, just ask me a question. Because these days, I don't know what that nervousness implies. <laughs> <laughs> It could mean literally yeah, anything. He's like, "Are you cool with like, you know?" I think Ian said he wanted a host. I'm like, yeah, that's fine, man. I, like, I thought he was about to tell me he like had he was about I don't know, like somebody had died. No, that was on me. I just said to Aaron, "Hey, if you're out yeah. of town, I'd love to host, but run it by Jonathan in case he wants to host." No. That was that was no, my sentence. I don't want to host anything. I'm good. Aaron's a carer. I mean, I Aaron will if I have to. He's like, a carer. He is. Oh, okay, we gotta go he's live. A carer. We gotta go live. Do it. Do it. Go. 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 No, go. Go. You. You have to push. You have to push the button. You push oh, the shoot. Ian. No, I'm doing it. I'm doing Ian. it. Wait, wait, wait. 30 seconds and then live. Okay, fine. <laughs> Hello. Ha- wait, Hello. where's Jonathan? <laughs> I, I, Immediately. Yeah, Did you remove yourself? No, I don't know. I might have accidentally. No, nice. I don't know what I did. Hello, chat. Hello, lovely people. <laughs> uh, look at the puppies. Look at my pterodactyls. So many puppies. Look at Danae's pterodactyls. Aren't they glorious? Look at, look at this Aren't they chat. endangered? I, I have no room on my chair. Listen, mm-hmm. this is my life. So first off, we should say Aaron is no longer doing BTS. He's <laughs> no longer with us. I mean, no, he's alive. He's not. Don't say Guys, that. You can't, what, the, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> You're fucking up BTS. This is immediately derailed. I love it. He's uh, no Aaron, longer, so, he's no longer it, doing BTS this week. Aaron yeah. says, Aaron's um, like, hey, can you guys take it for this week? And we're like, yeah, sure. And we immediately just blow the show to pieces. <laughs> Jonathan did. Um, yeah, no, Aaron's been replaced by Twix and Reese's. Oh, Aaron's doing, Aaron's doing critic-y, critic-y, Netflix-y <laughs> premiere stuff. Yeah, he's in Newark. Uh, it's Newark, isn't it? That's how you say it? Listen to Reese's, it's his turn. Did you hear that salivate? <laughs> Can you hear the sound of dog whiskers touching my... Indeed. Okay, no, boys, I, I have to do the show now. Come on. No. Off, no, off, off. no, go, no, go, no. Go, go. Oh. Do the thing. 
Oh man. Yeah. Oh, it's like my hip has been dislocated. Hi, chat. Check out my shirt. Good moms say bad words. Nice. This is very true. Uh, no, we did not kill off Aaron. Um, he's just been recast as um, Danae, <laughs> which is admittedly weird. I'm now Aaron, <laughs> so prepare yeah. yourself for on point witty puns, uh, alliterations. Nice. Love of musicals. I have 30 ready to go, so I'm just going to delete all of those if you've already got the puns. Uh, it just, hey, if you'll just send those to me really fast. Oh, they're gone. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's great. That's fine. I should probably check that I'm recording. I am. Good. That's a relief. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Hey, you're doing great, Ian. You're going to do such a great job replacing Aaron on the show today. I think so as well. Thank you. Uh, and um, forever afterwards. He even, he even took one of Aaron's sweater vests. It's really weird that uh, <laughs> Ian and Aaron wear the exact same size clothes. It's, they it's do. Odd. They do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jonathan's right. They're yeah. a foot different in height, but... yeah. How tall As are you, you the, Ian? The, Actually, I don't do. I can't remember. Like, if you're taller than me, I am. We have met John. I know, but I, but I don't like. I don't pay attention to height. I guess I don't know. I don't pay attention I think to people. I, I feel like um, I feel like we're about the same. Like five eight ish. I'm five foot eleven and a okay, half. Okay, you're three and, and a half inches taller than half. me. So I almost four. So never mind. Uh huh. It counts. I'm just used to being smaller than everybody, so it's fine. I like Fun I like the uh, the chat. Josh says, "Danae, you cannot be Aaron. You say fucking shit and stuff." <laughs> <laughs> so is, that's yeah. true that is very true but. i would have to say fork mm -hmm. shirt and then stuff which is one of the worst curse words in history you know just the word stuff i don't know mm -hmm. how i'm gonna just replace that stuff. one that's gonna be tricky shenanigans mm -hmm. the bollocks the dog's bollocks Do you know yeah we we gotta work on that i gotta look up something yeah <laughs> yeah i mean come on Wait, what bollocks means no no i got it for the show <laughs> I wouldn't say look up bollocks just in general. No, no. That's oh, one no. that. <laughs> oh no. That's one that you probably want to avoid. I don't remember what I Let's looked up that. that one time. That was I didn't know the meaning. I was, was like, oh no, that's tonguing? not good. The tongue licking of the biscuits. No, the cookies. I I, I immediately like sent Danae and message in Slack like, oh my god, I didn't know what this was, and I just looked do it not up. Do this. But I don't remember what it was now. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> I loved that so I much. Know, but I, we talked about it on the show. You'll have to find <laughs> that episode. Did. I don't know. And another one I was reminded of this week, and I don't remember if this was in this past year, but uh, I was talking about movies being like t movie tickets getting scalped on Twitter because I don't understand that. Like it's a movie like you can go see it at a different time. And then uh, JD, J or JC Davis, sorry, who's who's in the chat today. JC Davis. He uh, <laughs> he brought up um, he, he made the comment like, you know, is this the kind of scalping you're afraid of? And I totally forgot we had that conversation on this podcast where I said I had an irrational fear of scalping. And then Aaron immediately was like, dude, that's not oh, irrational. No. Like, like, <laughs> like, that's a totally that's fair fear. It probably won't happen to you, but it's totally fair. So if somebody can find that. <laughs> Josh, Josh is apparently going to try and send me some Star Trek things while I'm still over here. And I'm fascinated because he specifically said not porn related. And I'm not too sure why that modifier that is... was needed. <laughs> Who? Josh? Uh, Josh. I think it was Josh. Oh, in chat? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Josh Zero? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure. You're going to get I'm sure fan was... stuff? I'm going to get, like, some Star Trek stuff. I have no... It may be used, but... <laughs> By the way, <laughs> Oversoul, okay I, I hope you don't mind me sharing the uh, commercial comment you made, because that's my plan. <laughs> that should be added to, like, the bingo card. <laughs> it's Oversoul gets a comment shared. Drink. 
Well, it was Drink. it was very funny, I thought, maybe a little personal, but you know, they put it on the YouTube, so that's, you know, it's fair game. <laughs> I think you're right. Are we ready to do a show? No. Good. So, what else do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to enjoy making you really uncomfortable the entire show. I'm so sorry, Ian. When are you going to start? Oh. Oh. Um hit me. Throw throw your biggest biscuit time. at me. I don't think I I don't think I can plan it. I think it'll just be, you know, just subtly fucking with you, you know, the entire oh, no. time. Um, uh, and that'll you, be kind of fun. Did you kick him out? I sure did. For once, <laughs> I have the power. This is the first time I've been able to reintroduce myself. So it's just going to be the Ian show today. I hope you're in. No, wait. <laughs> oh, no. See so, so how much oh, we can break three no. Um This is going to be great. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Aaron regrets everything. <laughs> this is the worst. I'm telling. Uh, how did you break you? Streamyard? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, dad! You, oh, you're the substitute teacher that has to yeah. put up with our shenanigans for the whole day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> JCD is not wrong. You have too much power. He Ian. Does. I'm going to put JCD in a timeout. I won't because I don't know how long. I don't lasts. actually know how the timeout stuff works. I've never had to use it. You know, because right, chat, we need a volunteer. Everybody who has the link is our patron supporters who are not here. <laughs> to derail us you know <laughs> if we were live on tw- uh, on youtube like yeah y- to everyone i think over time we probably would have trolls but yeah probably can we have a tribute i want a tribute to ban what <laughs> you want to have <laughs> you want to have somebody step up to the uh, plate somebody needs to volunteer so that i can mute them <laughs> to or do whatever though, i need to do i don't know because aaron doesn't have to edit this right so he's probably doesn't care at all oh that's right we're making chaos for Hi. ian this is even better yes Right, into the show. <laughs> just interject, just screaming. The what is it? What's the get smart thing? The cone of silence. That, yeah. that's, oh my gosh. Do you remember that, Danae? Yeah, I do actually. It's been so long, mm-hmm. but I do remember that. It was like almost like a little phone booth yeah. or something that came down. Did you watch it on Nick at night? I think that's where I watched it. Probably. I'm gonna say yes. Because I don't I don't I don't really remember, but it has yeah, to have been we weren't something alive like that. When it was on, so <laughs> it had to be reruns. We we were no, alive. We're not sure if we're alive now. We're. <laughs> no. I'm feeling vampiric these days. <laughs> so. Nice. Is well, that the actually, lack of sleep or the blood sucking? Uh huh. Both. I had I played Dungeons and Dragons with some people yesterday, mm-hmm. and um, we met a vampire, and that was kind of fun. And my character knew that they were going to go meet someone that was a vampire, but she doesn't exactly like know for sure that he's a vampire so she just described that he had tusks (laughs) which (laughs) to kind of like be like they sort of there's like the the tusk teeth and so i think they probably assumed they were about to meet like an orc or something but that would be more common than a vampire turns around it's like this gaunt face and slicked back you know black hair he takes his gloves off he's got like long pointy fingers like you know and then he smiles and he's got these teeth and they're just like wait what did you? Where did you just send us? <laughs> My character's like into the lair of darkness. <laughs> Shenanigans will happen. I love how um, uh, not no not obtuse, naive she is to what scares people. Yeah, she <laughs> really is scary. And the the answer to um, the question of how many puns is too many is that number doesn't exist. It's one of the few numbers that is too high to comprehend. Mm-hmm. Is, is it infinite? I don't know. Um, bigger than that. Larger. Um, should we start a show? Should we do it? With your permission. Oh, my permission? You need well, Jonathan's permission. Jonathan, is, Jonathan will respectfully 
do things, okay. you'll derail me. A hundred. Well, yeah. Prepare yourself for the hot seat, my friend. God, I am so boring. Jonathan will respectively do things. Now, I, now I want to act out. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. no, I don't want to. Come on, Jonathan. Come into the chaos with me. I don't even know how. I will to. send you to the headmaster. I am. I am room. boring. That's the problem. I'm very boring. No, you're not. Because you'll just snipe me out of nowhere. It'll like be unexpected. Oh yeah, but you I- get me too. I feel like if 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 it was a real life situation where you know Jonathan, you're like, I think maybe I could act up, and I started to get really excited and jump around, and be like, Let's go, let's go! You would just stand there like, you have no I idea what to do. My mind. I'm gonna get some water. Uh, should we this ask the like, dogs if we should go live? Shall, shall we? Shall we? Uh, dogs? <laughs> Can we go live? I forgot I was meant to be asking. Do you speak dog? Ruff, 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 ruff. I'm using the um, Emperor's New Groove school of animal mm. talking. Squeak, oh, the squeaker, squeaker, squeak, 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 Yeah, you're doing great. I feel they're like reacting. I feel like they're really bored. Hey, Twig, so look at my yes. beard. Look at my beard. They have beard envy of each other. That's true. Well, no, I think he's in fear of my beard because he runs away from my face unless it's covered. Oh, can we talk about that, Chad? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really Ian it, it and I, as you guys know, have been hanging out Dungeons and Dragonsing. And then obviously working together for a while. He's seen my dogs on camera a lot. For a year. For a year. And then he's actually here. And he's so excited to meet my dogs. And Twix, my blonde dog, hates him. Jonathan, he hates him. That's it's weird. Worst. It's And Reese's loves me. Like Reese's fell asleep on me. But Twix just loses his little mind. He just goes it's Action. weird. Dogs are barking. dogs are interesting. They'll just they'll just randomly not like you. It, it's, he doesn't. I think I, it's the beard. Well, as an experiment at Thanksgiving, I walked into the the room. I'm not going to cover my what like like this, and he like was covering fine. his face I, completely. Uh, yeah. Covering yeah. my beard. Yeah. Yeah. And I sat on the sofa next to him and was there for like five minutes, and then I slowly <laughs> lowered my hat, and he went fucking apeshit and just <laughs> laid well, it. And I was like, it's the beard. It's definitely the beard. What? Mm-hmm. Whoa! Yes, we're just gonna have to shave your beard. No. Yeah, like <laughs> but legit. Tempted. Actually it... tempted because I I need that love so much. But the irony would be if Reese's then hates me because I don't have a beard. Oh no! How long does it take for you to grow your beard? That's the other question. Well, um, to get to this length, couple of months. Yeah. So that's a big that's a big choice. Yeah, it's a big choice. If I'd have to be non bearded for two months, do you trim it yourself? Stubbly and then sorry. Do you trim it yourself or do you go have no, it trimmed? I have a barber. Yeah, I, I would think you'd have to. Yeah, I, I trim my goatee myself, but yeah, if I had a full-on beard, I'd go, have yeah, to. Goatees are much easier to do. Yeah, um, yeah for but sure. But this situation is a nightmare. But yeah. Yeah. So the idea could be maybe Twix hates people with red hair, you know? So you should... It, I mean, I don't see why that's a problem with me, specifically. That wouldn't seem to apply in this case. We don't know. I mean... We're just we're just throwing darts at the which board. Which one's to... which one's Twix again? The the blonde. This blonde one, one yeah. yeah. He's, he's really, He's really gentle and sweet and very sensitive. And... <laughs> no, he's an asshole, is what he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's a poor judge of character. If you ever had yeah. to take care of them, though, after like one day of you feeding him, he'd be fine because he'd be like, yeah. "Oh, that so, one feeds yeah, me." Yeah, no, no, yeah. At like the back end of like a day, he would like if I've been there for a few hours, he will eventually yeah. come up to me and be like, "Oh, I guess you're not so bad." But we're right back to square one the next day. Uh, yeah, we had, uh, 
my brother-in-law's chihuahua didn't like me for the longest time. And then when we had to keep her for like a week, she eventually realized I was the only one that was going to take care of her if she was here. So <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah. I like oh, you now. No. <laughs> I changed my opinion. Yeah, uh, I have little choice here. <laughs> Oversoul says, I once had a beagle that never barked at anybody for any reason. But the moment one of my friends put what looked like a dead crow <laughs> on their head for Halloween, I'm glad that you referenced those Halloween he went yep. nuts and freaked out. Well, I mean, that seems that's really, fair. that's fair. That's so maybe, fair. maybe your beard is a dead crow to mm-hmm. Twix. It's like, have you seen the, um, there's some, it was on TikTok or YouTube or something. And there's like a house filled with like 15 cats. And the owner comes around the corner with a massive cat, like mask on. And you've never seen 15 cats just run for a wall so quick. They're just like, <laughs> nope, <laughs> not dealing with this. I haven't seen that. <gasps> you are a six foot tall cat. <gasps> I know we got to start the show, but I just want to tell you that someone told me yesterday. Uh, no, it was a D&D. We were talking about um, things that we fear. And so I was talking about my phobia, my irrational fear of sharks. Not irrational. Yeah, not irrational. Um, <laughs> it's pretty. Um, I'm Anyway, I we're talking about that. And I was like, I think I, I don't think it's just sharks. I think it's gaping maws in general. Like when I think yeah, about gaping that's maw, that's like a thing that uh, if I think about it too much, it's not great. And so then one of the people proceeds to tell a story that like maybe Jonathan, you probably know about this because you like really you know like obscure things, and I think it's fascinating. But like I guess there was this guy who was doing some sort of like harpooning, like free floating harpooning in the water. Like he's one of those divers who goes under the water mm-hmm. and like just does shit that you're not supposed to do without I don't know a boat. And anyway, so he's down there <laughs> or a cage, and he's with a whole bunch of krill and got eaten by a whale. Wait, a really? whale? Yeah, a dude. Because the whale was full... eating the krill, and then he the was just comes... in the way. We skip he got over. Trepedoed? We. He I got... don't know this. I called it. I called it. Uh, who's the guy from the Bible? Noah. Jonah. Jonah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, Jonah and the whale. Noah I is one Pinocchio. of the people in the Bible. Did they not teach the Bible <laughs> the same in England? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> was it Jesus? So, so anyhow, he gets like consumed, but he stays in this whale's mouth. Nope. For like an hour? No. And he describes his experience of essentially like, okay, this is where I'm a bad, I know I'm a bad person. I know I'm going to get judged for this. I can't, mm-hmm. Wait, I can't. You're going to have to explain I something. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It. You said he got killed. No, he was not killed. Oh, he was eaten. He survived. No, he was eat- yeah. Oh, because I was he like, was how, con- did he, how did he explain this after he died? No, I thought he died too. So now we're talking about a zombie with intelligence. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we have a zombie whale guy. So so the people that were telling me the story started to describe what's happening. I start giggling. <laughs> Are they dead serious? And everyone else is like, oh, like they're horrified. And so here's what. <laughs> Nobody is funny. Here's what was described. And I'm sure this guy is traumatized. He had like broken bones. Like he obviously not great. And I'm sure if I watched him explaining it, I would feel a lot more empathy. But this is, you know, a Dungeons and Dragons person saying, like, did you hear about the guy that got eaten by a whale? So then he describes how, like, the guy was explaining how it was, like, this gigantic tongue that kept, like, bopping him Uh, around. uh, (laughs) Is that how he broke bones? Yeah. So it's, like, the tongue was, like, moving him around. So how did he get out? The whale spit him there. out. Oh. He so so like he kept like getting smashed against the whale mouth on the inside by this tongue that was like and it was like wet and there was water everywhere and I'm sure it smelled terrible. And then like he felt like he was getting whipped around back and forth, wow. which is apparently when the whale was like like you know like spitting him up. And then he just opened up his mouth and like 
expelled him out and he survived. And anyway, that's what I was told. I'm going to put my foot down and start the show. So you're just going to have to deal with yeah, it. Because no, yeah, we should we probably do things that. To do. Nah, hold on a second. Uh, Michael Packard is the guy's name. Welcome to Behind I'll the Scenes. <laughs> uh, he was lobster diving in Cape Cod. Ah, that's why you had the harpoon. And I like this part of this particular website's like short, succinct version, which was like, he quickly realized he had been swallowed by a whale. Well, yeah. Yeah, quickly realized. <laughs> Josh, huh. Josh Zero, this by the way, weird. just said it's it's kind of the same as being in a forest with bugs. I agree with you. I also don't get camping. So I'm. Oh, <laughs> so we're. Yeah, yeah no, I, okay, I'm not, I'm not being hypocritical here. I don't get either one of those. No, that's I don't, fair. I like the beach, though. I like just being on the beach and reading a Great. book. Good. Yeah. Can we start the with show? With a nice breeze. <laughs> I have never felt Aaron's pain more really than I do now. Are we good? I want to sit in on a uh, taping of Captain's Pod then, see how that, that goes. Oh, you do not. That's seven <laughs> hours long. <laughs> hey, Captain's Pod episode zero. We should, we should talk about that. Listen, uh, listen. Yes. I was very specific. Are you sure you want to do a podcast with me? And I said yes, because it's a limited run. So uh-huh. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true. So are you just there with Jen and the kids? Yeah. Because they, they didn't go, did they? They didn't go to New York, did they? Nope. Hey, I am the man of the house. Go grab something out of the house and bring it for show and tell. From what Aaron yeah. says, okay. uh, Jen runs that house. So I don't I don't think there is a, a man. I you think there's that? a woman of that house and that's it. Oh my God. It worked on it. What happened? I said, go grab something in the house for show and tell it. <laughs> he literally left the room. I wonder what he's going to get. Oh dear. We do actually <gasps> need to start soon. I have to work today. Oh, I do too. I do too. God, Ian. Oh, let's just... <laughs> Should I send him to the bedroom? Oh, no. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 